0: Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Welcome to another live stream. I have a more coherent and focused approach today. Today is going to be the topic is going to be roughly what is a man and the rise of the feminized alpha. I have some funny stuff to show you. People are starting to get it about the HQ, the height question. Uh, Kramer Jim Kramer is now mentally a zombie and he says one of the craziest things I've ever seen someone say We have the Church of Satan is offended by anti-semitism Yeah, I mean we're gonna we got a lot of good stuff here. Oh and a new hometown cartoon. That's incredible But I wanted I want every episode or as much as I can I know I do a ton of content so I can't always uh, plan ahead as much as I'd like But moving forward, I'd like to um, talk about something interesting and important that's helpful to people. And today it's gonna be the rise of the feminized male. I don't know if you guys have noticed what I've noticed, that social media platforms are pushing this new alpha male status. It's actual toxic masculinity, which is hilarious. It's everywhere, every other video, and I don't have a YouTube account, so when they're pushing it on me, The algorithm means they want you to watch it. And it's all about being savage and selfish and doing what it takes to be fancy. And um, Jim Bob has made fun of these people better than I ever have. He uh, had this back and forth for a few months with a guy named Blackbeard who um, just wants to be treated right. You know, he doesn't want to be with a woman that doesn't understand his value. It's um, it's actual toxic masculinity. And so we're going to discuss that. I made some notes and I'm going to read you some stuff that me and my friend were riffing back and forth. So the non-alpha, the alpha that isn't real, the fake alpha says, no one cares about you. No one is coming to help you be a savage. That's not real. And then the actual alpha says, those who know I empower will empower me and it will be for all of our gain the actual alpha. The actual alpha male or the functional male, Delta, Bravo, um, those guys are trying to serve their community. They're trying to serve others and they put others first. The toxic male is the one who who believes that he deserves to be on a private jet and everybody should look at them all eyes on me. Here's a classic example of one of those guys. This is Influencer and fake banned. He's not actually banned. He's not actually censored. He's pretend censored, and his name is Andrew Tate. And so this is the image of Andrew Tate, where he gets his own plane, where he can keep his extremely expensive fancy shirt unbuttoned as he sucks on a cigar, despite the fact that the people around him don't want to smell it. But he deserves it, right? He deserves that because he's a special boy and he wears sunglasses all the time and it's all about him. That's more what Andrew Tate actually is like. He's a very feminine, prissy, fake human being, in my opinion. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. A big part of the social manipulators is to control organic opposition. It's probably more important to them than the actual agenda. It's about blowback. Blowback is a, is a very important topic I want to talk about today. And the blowback to feminism is going to be a feminism for men. The feminized man. The special boy. When the agenda was to make women act like men, that the woman should be in control and the CEO and a bad bitch in the office and taking dick when she wants to. That's literally what they tried to make women believe would make them good. And as we all know, that is not what a woman actually is, and they hate that. And the same thing is now happening for men, that the man is supposed to be selfish, arrogant, egotistical, materialist, right? These are not qualities of actual men. These are qualities of women. You know, no offense, ladies, but you're supposed to be the one that likes uh, to be exalted with precious things. Okay. As they pose a feminist agenda for depopulation, there will naturally be a masculine response, so a controlled masculine agenda is created. It's easy to see the nonsense agendas in the world, but it's much harder to see the manipulation in the controlled opposition mainly because people unify by what they are against. It's low intellect, mob-like behavior, and very easy to manipulate. If people subscribe to a controlled opposition, they may still exhibit the sheep-like mentality to not go against the herd. They are deceived by thinking as long as it's not this or that, then it must be good. No one was better than this than Donald Trump. Because he hated what we hated, he must be good. The enemy of my enemy is not necessarily my friend. He might just be another enemy. Real change or progress happens in the counterculture. The gateways to the counterculture have to be more managed. The main agenda or culture can be started in falsehood, then let run wild to the heights of insanity. If you want a sheep to go through a gate, you don't stand there and call it. You come from the opposite side and push it to go through the gate and that is what gatekeepers are they manage the gates to the desired outcome awaiting the sheep that are repelled by the main agenda or what is presented as a main culture it's more likely that the controlled opposition hides the real agenda rather than the proposed authority the creator calls his sheep to him but very few will come to him in this way alone Many people come to the creator by running away from God's sheepdogs. Believers and people honest with themselves will come to God from acknowledging and steering clear of evil. All right. Uh, I think this happens in two parts. First, a believer runs from evil and gets closer to good. Then they are presented with truth, called to God, and they have the choice to accept it. Because I don't think God forces people to accept him by bad conditions. It may just be early stage awareness before embracing truth. So that's what I want to talk about a little bit today is the rise of false masculinity. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a toxic response to the absurdity of feminism. And in no way is that how a man should actually be. I wrote a couple more notes on my phone. Okay, um... The difference between God-loving people and atheists is simple. The main difference is that we believe there is an order to, the, to existence. We believe that this world has a purpose and our life has order in it. The atheist materialist like George here sucking on his own dick again. George, I'm out, you're on camera right now. Thank you. George is the definition of toxic masculinity. He's like, listen, it's my dick. I'll lick it right now, even if you're talking to people. Uh, is order. And that's one reason why I'm trying to commit more to having a, uh, an ordered live stream. I know the stream of conscious is fun and I'll still have, have sections of that. But what I just described is important because it's rising. And it's rising very, very fast. Same with quote unquote anti-Semitism. The rejection of evil does not mean you have to uh, figure out who done it and go after those people based on their um, identity. You know, because if you're still participating in the behavior that you claim that that group is doing. Okay, like I'll give you an example. This to me is hilarious. The Church of Satan says our founder was Jewish and to this day we have many Jewish members. People make us, people make all kinds of claims about us, rarely based in fact. Okay, I, I normally would think they're trolling or they're trying to hurt Jewish people with this uh, tweet. But I, I don't think so anymore. I think that it's that far gone. I think the the, the power and victim mentality, the victim is a very powerful position in society because the victim can never be wrong. And the victim always requires comfort. And the victim can squeal and do anything they want because the victim is never wrong. And so a lot of people have become so addicted to victim consciousness that they forgot the masculinity, reality that a man is not a victim. Because when you're a victim, you're blaming God. And the entire Church of Satan, which is pretty much a joke, Uh, It's like a LARP. But if you really think about what you're blaming when you consider yourself a victim, you're blaming God's plan because you're saying you don't deserve what happened to you. And I went through this and I didn't realize I was blaming God for my problems. When you say, I deserve more. I deserve better. I deserve to be the special boy. Why won't anybody exalt me, or tell me that I'm funnier than blah, 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 blah. It's not God's plan. Our job is to put in the work. A loser and a winner have the same goals, right? The loser and the winner both, both have the same. What your goal is doesn't even matter. It's what you do during the day. Your commitment to it. Like my son playing violin every day, even though he's still like, six, he's not crushing on the violin, but for a six year old, he's crushing. You have to be able to do something every day that you may not be good at, but you do it because it's the right thing to do. You do it because you have love for the good, the true, the beautiful, and order. Those 12 notes that my son is now understanding, those 12 beautiful notes on the 88 keys of the piano, but with the violin, it's pretty much infinite. You can create algorithmic, beautiful tones that'll blow your mind. And it's the commitment to the daily grind of it. The commitment to just knowing it's the right thing to do. It's Dharma. It's, it's duty. It's honor. And that's what men do. Men wake up every morning and they put on their boots and they go to work. Everybody has different roles in this world. And, so, and I was facing this week that my role isn't as masculine as other men. I sit here with my coffee and my letters and I make fun of people and I analyze the world. And frankly, sometimes I feel like it doesn't matter. And I've, I've like analyzed, it. like am I the special boy? Am I the secret king? You know, Well, other men are out there keeping the electricity on and the Wi-Fi and the trucks driving and all that. But no, people write to me that I help their day, that I help them operate as men in this world during a time of absolute apocalyptic lie, zombie, crazy shit. And this is what I'm supposed to do. And so whatever your job is as a man, it's your duty. You just do it. And, and you don't need to be praised. You need to be respected. And you'll get respect when you empower others. The man has to be uh, community oriented and service oriented. Other people aren't there for you. You're there for them. And the alpha, in the inverted world, is the most selfish man in the community. But in reality, the alpha is the most selfless. Isn't that interesting? This little man here, Andrew Tate, is a feminized liar. And, you know, I'm not judging his soul. I hope he's on a good path, yada, yada. I'm not saying he's not a true Muslim. But what he's doing is parasitic. And I'm not saying this because I hate Andrew Tate, that's actually a feminine way of looking at it. I have a duty to warn young men about the rise of the toxic male, the feminine male. Just like feminism was the rise of the masculinized woman, the woman outside of her own skin, outside of her own nature, outside of her order, what she's supposed to do in this world is not to be a high powered CEO of a Fortune 500 company taking pills every morning so she doesn't blow her brains out because she's had eight sex partners in the last three months and doesn't know who the fuck she is, right? She might still have a family, but she never gets to see her kids. She's always doing business, but, but she's praised by everyone around them. Oh, you're doing so good. You're doing so good. You're such a strong woman. You're such a strong woman, but in reality, it's a masculinized woman, and a lot of women do what they're told it's part of the feminine nature men are not supposed to be like this this is an embarrassment this is a humiliation a fancy pants smoking a cigar in a closed environment like an airplane is a dick thing to do that's why he does these things he's saying i don't i don't care if you don't like my cigar then, then get your own foot in plane that's a nightmare but button your fucking shirt, Andrew. How much money was that shirt? $5,000? You, you're proud of that? Okay, so we'll come back to this, but I just wanted to uh, explain that men serve God, the divine order, if you want a better way of looking at it. I know the idea of God has been twisted and mischaracterized and made a caricature almost like a cartoonist will do because of a lot of Corrupted churches and institutions and but if you want a simple way of thinking about God, it's the divine order of everything There is an order. There is a plan Synchronicities are a wink saying there is a plan Things are happening outside of chaos. It's not chaos You can choose chaos and your life will have chaos Okay, so like look at this. This is a woman who chose chaos and chose the wrong path. Julie Powell. I would argue that COVID does kill some of the right people. The anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers are dying in legions. But yes, it's a real shame about Kavanaugh. Julie Powell, food writer known for Julie and Julia dies at 49. She's dead now. This happens all the time now. People are losing their fucking minds because they're outside of order, they're in chaos. And when you're in chaos, you can be manipulated by anyone else in chaos. When I used to be promiscuous, there was this like thing that would happen in social environments where when one person is in chaos and promiscuous, they would just talk to another one and you would almost feel like you were in the same realm. It was like a fractal realm where it was just on the table and you could sense it where you're like, Oh, you also, uh, get your love from strangers in the night, right? And now I'm not in that realm at all. And I haven't been for years and I don't interact with people like that anymore. It just isn't even on the table because I'm not in that realm. There's people in that realm of chaos. And when someone else is in chaos, they say, well, I'm selfish. I'm the most important materialist in the whole wide world. And I see you are too. So I am going to bring you into my chaos and you're going to bring me into your chaos. And, and they do that. And so. This woman who is condemning people for not altering their DNA in a medical experiment based on a quote unquote virus that wasn't actually killing more people than died of the flu every year is now dead. You know, and now they all want amnesty. They all want amnesty. I'll show you that in a second. That's mind blowing. Okay, where is it? Let's declare a pandemic amnesty. We need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID. And then the meme, there's the Pawn Stars guys, and he says, best I can do is a military tribunal followed by executions. And I posted that, and of course, a couple special boys were like, we need to forgive. What did Jesus do? Look at your, look at your little wristband from Jackalbot. Well, didn't you know the Bible's filled With instances of execution and punishment of crime. Jesus Christ said that if you lead a child astray, your punishment should be a millstone to your neck as you drown at the bottom of the ocean. The turn the other cheek, love your enemy, is don't have wrath. Don't be emotional about it. Don't be like filled with anger. Don't think That it's your job to heal the world and you can get rid of evil. That does not mean that if somebody does a soft genocide on your population, including children, millions of children, that they should not be punished. That's actually Satanism. To say do as thou wilt and Jesus says turn the other cheek is complete nonsense. That's bad theology. Okay. Like, look at this. This is backfiring horribly. So Kyrie Irving, someone who rejected the vaccine and cost him $30 million uh, recently tweeted uh, just a link without any commentary to a movie on Amazon about how uh, Jewish people controlled the slave trade, which they factually did. That's a fact. Okay. So everybody got really, really mad. And one of the things they did for people that are into marketing and that understand optics, it's so bad what they're doing that it almost seems intentional. Like there's a demonic entity that's about to throw and cast the Jewish people into the fire of blame and scapegoating because look at this. So you have a bunch of people who identify as Jews all wearing fight anti-Semitism in the front row. They're on their phones. They're smiling right? Those are $50,000 seats. There isn't a black person in that front row. Look at it. It's just people trying to make a stance and showing that they can afford to sit front row at a game where the average American doesn't make that much money in an entire year. Okay, that's great. And Paul from Pockets of the Future was just talking about that today about how even people that don't have a problem with Jews are starting to resent Jews. He talked about how he's from a town with 40% Jews and a lot of them were like your neighbors and they had normal jobs and they weren't part of a global cabal. And actually a lot of the Italians and the Jews and the Irish got along because back in his dad's era, like in the 30s, none of them were considered white. And so he's never had any problem with Jews and he still doesn't because he's, an intelligent guy and he's not run by emotions, but he's like, what side would you be on between Kyrie Irving, yay West and this shit. And, and everybody, especially people in the truth community would choose uh, Kyrie because these people, these same people are the ones that said we should be put into camps because we didn't want to take a vaccine. And now they're sitting there during an economic collapse. They don't even like basketball. They're on their phones. They all look like rich little snobby fucks. And they have shirts on, matching shirts. They could spend, what, $300,000, $400,000 just to make a, a, a statement to fight anti-Semitism that this black man doesn't have a right to like a documentary. You can watch pornos. You can watch violence. You can watch these horrible movies, these horrible, scary satanic child murdering horror movies you know like if he said that he uh, really I don't even know the name of horror movies like I I literally don't even watch him Nightmare on Elm Street Jason I don't know what's the modern horror movie where it's like he could tweet out a link to that and get a bunch of uh, quote unquote African Americans to watch children being murdered you know or like gangbang porn called blacks on blondes where, where a bunch of black men like basically rape a white woman. No problem, right? They wouldn't have made this stance. And so it's so clear what they're doing. I don't think it's clear to them. I'll show you a quick video of Jim Cramer. Listen to this dude, he's gone, dude, gone.
1: They need it, they have a narrative which just says basically you can, you can conquer uh, COVID by just being locked down. And this has to change the narrative to being, you know what, you know what's even better, our homegrown mRNA, which I am told is simply that they managed to get the intellectual property, stole it, which is good, because when I say good, because it's better to have mRNA than not. Let's just say they appropriated, and, and they got to deal with. What do you do if you told people the way to beat this is no vaccine, and now you have a vaccine? So I think what you need is a propagandist outside of the state infrastructure exactly to start moving political opinion. But I think when we think of propaganda, we think about other regimes that we didn't really appreciate.
0: Like, like, Like who, Jim? Like Hitler, for example? Like their narrative is gone. First off, he's mentally in decline to a point where would you trust him to drive your son to school? Like if that guy showed up driving a bus, would, would you trust him? So he's saying that it's good that another country stole intellectual property from America and that we need a propagandist. And then as the other two are horrified, because what he's saying is so obvious, it's what they actually think, by the way. And, and he's like a demon. He sounds like he's on pills with this one. Well, he was vaccinated. Who's vaccinated? Lying for a living will do that. Yeah, yeah. And the vaccine—it does cause mental collapse. <laughs> you know, like why? Just watch this again. So they're so they're trying to do this bullshit neocon, uh, Chai Com fucking anti-China narrative because they have a boner for China, and uh, and they're trying to show how Xi is locking everyone down and the the government and the state is so bad. That's the that's the scapegoat. The state. The state is so bad. Look at what the state is doing these these poor people. Isn't that right, Jim Cramer? And he's like, well, you know, I, 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 you know, we got to get, we need to inject everybody, in and we need a propagandist, sweetest."
1: <laughs> they need it, They have a narrative which just is basically you can you can conquer uh, COVID by just being locked down, and this has to change the narrative to being you know what you know what's even better. Our homegrown MRNA, which I am told is simply that they managed to get the intellectual property, stole it, which is good. Because when I say good, because it's better to have MRNA than not. Let's just say they appropriate it. And, and they got to deal with what do you do if you told people the way to beat this is no vaccine. Right. And now you have a vaccine. So I think what you need is a propaganda. Outside of the state infrastructure. Exactly.
0: will the guy to his left laugh when he says this because it's so nuts. Because you have to understand, when you're on a TV set, like you're around these people a lot, they, they know he's nuts now. He's gone. But he's one of the mouthpieces with a brand, so they keep letting him run. And there's no one to stop it, because everybody, this is now masculinity. If this is all the men, who's going to stop it? If you're in service to others, because I know I've called out men, and I've called out stuff and all that, it's to serve my community. It was not to get a plane or a fancy shirt. I, I'm, right, I'm wearing, I'm wearing Beaver Creek Canoe Rental Campground and Cabin shirts because that's my community. Who's gonna stop insanity when everybody's a feminized male? The whole illusion is collapsing, including their bodies. So biblical. Yeah, it's like watching Bieber and Katy Perry manfucked. Yeah, like this is real, man. And just having a, uh, a personal connection to the artist formerly known as Kanye West. It isn't as scripted as a lot of truthers think. It's scripted on the spiritual realm in my opinion. That's my opinion. I can't prove that, but it appears as though this stuff is happening organically and it's being attempted to be controlled. That's what I read earlier about the sheep, but this dude is actually like melting down. I mean, that this is a real video. And watch the guy, watch the guy laugh after he says propagandist, like Unbelievable.
1: And now you have a vaccine, so I think what you need is a propagandist.
0: Watch him laugh.
1: Outside of the state infrastructure. Exactly. Yeah, to start moving political right. opinion. But I think when we think of propaganda, we think about other regimes that we didn't really appreciate. You're be silent. I am silent. I'm just thinking about those poor people stuck at Disney, Shanghai Disney for... It's a... I mean, it's the worst places to be stuck, but still. It's a real small world after all. Guys,
0: we'll get to the president here blasting. Okay, so that guy is hilarious. The guy to his left, because he's just trying to salvage this insanity. So they're trying to put the blame on China, where it's like, well, look at what China's doing. That's worse, right? It's just so stupid. And Kramer is having an aneurysm and revealing that he's not against propaganda at all. You know, it's just because we didn't like Hitler, you know, but we need our own guy. And the other guy's like, he just laughs and he's like, you know, I'm just thinking about those poor people. Because the other guy's a better mouthpiece right now. Maybe in 10 years he'll have full-blown dementia, but we're going to watch it one more time. The, the nuance and the subtleties of this is fascinating.
1: They need it. They have a narrative which just says basically you can, you can conquer uh, COVID by just being locked down. And this has to change the narrative to being, you know, what, you know, what's even better our homegrown MRNA, which I am told is simply that they managed to get the intellectual property stole it, which is good, which is good. The, I say good, because it's better to have mRNA than not
0: guys. It's great. It's great to steal, right? So I'm drinking a coffee with an incredible amount of cream. <laughs> that's, that's bad optics. But he's like, no, it's good they stole it. It's better to have the deadly vaccine than not, right? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they want amnesty because everyone's dropping dead now and everybody knows it on some level. You can lie to yourself all you want, man, but we know. I mean, this is literally what's happening. This is from B.O.B., the cartoonist. Climate change, my dear Watson. And it's just a, a dead woman full of vaccine needles. It's not a secret like we know that it's killing and not only did it kill it's still killing and it's insane. Pfizer has publicly admitted that they never did any studies to see if it helped anyone at all. It's just a depopulation vaccine. And you can try and silence people all you want but it's going to make you look way 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 worse. So these Jews who can joke all day long about how they don't like Jesus and they'll kill Jesus again if he comes back and all this shit that you hear all the time. But they can't allow one black man to tweet about a movie he liked when he can watch Saw. No problem, or pornos, right, no problem. It's, it makes people that have no problem with Jews hate Jews. It's not helping. The way they've handled and treated Kyrie and Yay is the problem. If, if they had just been like, oh man, you know, we don't uh, appreciate that. You know, Connie's a little crazy, blah, blah, blah. But the fact they took out his ability to make a living, they, they gaslight them. You know that they want them in prison. It's so wildly inappropriate that it even makes normal people go, So we just tweeted out a movie. They're like, yeah, yeah, but it's anti-Semitic. Everyone's like, aren't Semites Arabs? And they're like, no, how dare you? Now you don't get to work. It's like, does somebody have a collapsing Ponzi scheme? Right? Look at these people. $50,000 a a ticket. Look at their, their shoes. Nike shoes. Nikes are made in sweatshops by little kids in China. They have no problem with that. No problem whatsoever with that. See, look at their, their little shoes. Their expensive little shoes. You know, their, little, their gay little phones, their short pants. It's just such bad optics, man. And it's just it's just creating another scapegoat for when shit hits the fan.
1: Let's just say they appropriate it. And, and they gotta deal with, what do you do if you told people the way to beat this is no vaccine, right. and now you have a vaccine, so I think what you need is a propagandist. Outside of the state infrastructure. Exactly. Yeah, to start moving political opinion. But I think when we think of propaganda, we think about other regimes that we didn't really appreciate. You might be silent. I am silent. I'm just thinking about those poor people stuck at Disney, Shanghai Disney for. It's a, I mean, it's the worst places to be stuck, but still. Chief, it's a real small world after all. Guys, we'll get to the president here, <laughs> a blasting.
0: It's a real small world, after all. Like what a what a nut job. Speaking of nut job, we have a uh, speaking of nut job. Barack Obama has a message for Yay. Here it is. Thank you, hometown bear. Good morning, Yay. That's me, Barack. I heard what you said about the Jew. Someone's got to take their pills. I take a pill every morning to battle crippling depression, I'm <laughs> suicidal. Because I killed like a million Libyans after running on hope and change. Literally brought back slavery. I'm clinically depressed. My wife, Michelle, has got to take a pill, too. She can't get hard. I take my pill. Michelle takes her pill, gets a big old erection. Fucks me in the butt. Yay, I know we've had our differences. If a little man in a little hat tells you to do something, you do it. Or else they don't give you the pills. And then you don't get something in your butt. I take a pill every morning so I don't blow my brains out. Because I killed like a fucking million black people. I'm a gay man living a <laughs> Sometimes I like to go to a bathhouse. <laughs> anyway, sorry for calling me a jackass. I was pretty hopped up on meth. <laughs> oh my God, ring, it's ring, great. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 Oh, it's so good. My, uh, my freaking computer isn't charging, so I'm gonna play that again and try and figure out my computer. Good morning, yeah. It's me, Brock. I heard what you said about the Jew. Someone's got to take their pills. I take a pill every morning to battle crippling depression. I'm suicidal. Because I killed like a million Libyans after running on hope and change. Literally brought back slavery. I'm clinically depressed. My wife Michelle's got to take a pill too. She can't get hard. I take my pill. Michelle takes her pill, gets a big old erection. Fucks me in the butt. Yay! I know we've had our differences. A little man in a little hat tells you to do something you do it or else they don't give you the pills <laughs> and then you don't get something in your butt <coughs> i take a pill every morning so i don't blow my brains out because i killed like a fucking million black people i'm a gay man living a lie sometimes i like to go to a bathhouse anyway sorry <laughs> for calling you a jackass i was pretty hopped up on meth great job hometown ring, ring, bear. ring ring, ring. banana I talk like this, I talk like this because it makes you think I'm talking, frankly, about obviously true things. The people that talk like this are typically farmers, mechanics, salt of the earth guys. They say, got to change your oil. The car doesn't have new oil, it doesn't work. So I adopted the way they talk, but I say crazy, crazy shit. Like, old men should go in a little girl's bathroom. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It's about progress. You take an old man with a big old dick, you put him in a girl's bathroom, you call it change and hope, and you say it's because he identifies as a girl, as he watches them pee. That's literally fucking crazy. But when I talk like this, it tricks people because of the tonality. Because when anyone talks like this, they say, you know, when the winds come, it turns the wheel. The wheel turns the grain, we make the bread very matter of fact, it's all about the musicality of it. You talk like this, that's it. But I took it and I said, listen, Gaddafi loves his people. He's starting to go back to NAR. Libya went from the poorest country in Africa to the richest country in Africa in under five years. So we're gonna kill him. And we're gonna get a bunch of people to shove a baronet in his anus, a bayonet, and he's gonna bleed out right there on the street. We're going to bring back open-air slavery, me and old Hillary, the witch. And we're going to keep Africa cripplingly poor. And then we're going to call other people racist, because, you know, why not? If you talk like this, highly traumatized, addicted people that are consumed by sin, they can't tell the difference between the content of what I'm saying and the way I say it. All right. Listen, Yate, you're quite a jackass. Wanna know who else was a jackass? Old Gaddafi. He was trying to turn the desert green. Can you imagine? Not taking the Jews' fiat currency. So we convinced a bunch of people to kill him in the streets. We bombed the shit out of everybody. It's fucked up, right? How hard is it to not be a gay Hawaiian? Just wake up and smell the pussy. I happen to be a fucking gay Hawaiian. Not even from Hawaii. Never even been there. I'm from an old country called Indonesia. That's right. I was made in a lab. All right. Um, Your impression needs more stuttering, in my opinion. Well, no one asked you your opinion, North Wing Bear. No, 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 North Wing Bear, you, uh, little, like, like, like to hear a mount <laughs> All right, so anyway, it's not even about the Jews, it's about the short, and everyone is seeing it now. Why uh, are we being sold by the media of it. him being a modern day Churchill, him being a modern day you know, incredible leader who shows up wearing regular khaki, you know, military clothes. And people have bought into this kind of being a hero. True. They're going out to want to take pictures, introduce um, themselves. You're my hero. You're this, you're that. Why is, why does the average person fully disagree with you yeah. on your position?
2: Because um, mostly people aren't that intelligent. 80% of people have to be introduced to themselves in the mirror <laughs> and have to be taught how to tie a shoelace. Um, also, I think... Um, <laughs> Have to be taught how to use Velcro, you know, uh, that sort of thing. But also, uh, look—he's an actor. He's perfect for the job. Put him in a green T-shirt. Always have him sitting down because he's only five foot four, and you know that I don't agree with short people. Yes! So you don't get that sort of perspective. You go to have a photo with him, and you're like—you realize you have to kneel down. This is not the good guy. This is not the savior of mankind that he's no. being dressed
0: up to be. I figured out it's not Jews I have a problem with. It's short Jews. Tall Jews are great, or even. Somewhat medium-sized Jews. The Jews, out- there was an agent at CAA named Jason. He was 6'4", always a good guy. At no point did I not like Jason. 95% of them could fucking live in a breadbasket. They're tiny little bastards. I think it's the lethal combination is short, Jew, gay. <laughs> She's talking about Zelensky, Zelensky's 5'4". She's talking about Zelensky. Wanna see it again? Just you guys let it sink in. Everyone's getting it. Paul Bit David, the host, although he platformed Andrew Tate so they could complain and bitch and bring victim consciousness to men so that they could act like prissy little, faggy little bitches. But Paul Bit David is tall, so I'd probably have a decent conversation with him, even though I believe he's pretty grabbly and underneath the desk, his hands are always sweating and rubbing. Why uh, are we being sold by the media okay. of him being a modern day Churchill, him being a modern day, you know, incredible leader who shows up wearing regular... Here's the irony. He is a modern day Churchill. Churchill sucked. Churchill was another short little grab grabber war monster that was owned by his addictions and his debts to the Rothschilds. That's the irony about all this shit when they're like he's a modern day Churchill I'm like yes he is They're like oh so you like Zelensky I'm like no Churchill sucked Churchill was always hammered and he was in crippling debt to the Rothschilds and he got millions of people murdered like you know military clothes and people have bought- Because Churchill everybody's like oh he he stood his ground he was like he was like a lion in winter he got everyone else killed. No one shot a bullet at Churchill. He just got to sit in his castle while a bunch of British people killed themselves. The fuck is he talking about? He wasn't in the war. He wasn't in the front lines. Every single politician that starts a war should have to serve in the war. That's my That, that would be a fair and just society, right? If you uh, call an execution for a man, you have to be the one who does it. And you can't be angry when you do it. All right, anyway, listen to this shit. Dude, this guy being a hero, they're going out to want to take pictures, introduce themselves, you're my hero, you're this, you're that. Someone asked, do lions live in places with winter? I think there used to be lions in England, that's why all their flags have lions on them. I think they just, they just killed the lions. Because I guess northern lions aren't as good as those black-ass lions down in Africa. Probably a little more docile, a lot easier to kill. Why does the average person fully disagree with you on your position?
2: Because um, mostly people aren't that intelligent. 80% of people have to be introduced to themselves in the mirror and have to be taught how to tie a shoelace. Um, Also, I think... um, (laughs) Have to be taught how to use Velcro, she you know, guess it, uh, that sort of thing. But also, uh, look—he's an actor; he's perfect for the job. Put him in a green T-shirt. Always have him sitting down because he's only five foot four, and you know that I don't agree with short people, so nice. you don't get that sort of perspective. You go to have a photo with him, and you're like—you realize you have to kneel down. This is not the good guy. This is not the savior of mankind that he's being dressed up to be.
0: No, but he is like Churchill, or that little cripple, FDR. Like, the fact that these guys are so exalted, it was just the media that exalted them. But it was 100% the banker's choice. Listen here. My name is Barack Obama. Hey, how about I decide how to do my impressions? How's that sound? Judea declares war on logos. Order. But here's the thing. There is chaos. You're not going to get rid of Chaos. Chaos can jumble up order a little to allow order to grow better. Like you can't grow a a firm plant. Like like hothouse tomatoes. That's why you want to get a fan going in your greenhouse. Because if there isn't any resistance or any pressure on the leaves, the, the roots don't grow. Like death is perfect order. Like when you're dead, everything's completely predictable. There's zero chance that something unexpected happens, <laughs> right? So it's like, there is also, when it comes to order, like chaos is actually part of order because it keeps it moving. It's like almost like a, an energy force, like the woman, the materialistic, and I'm not saying that judgmentally, like women do make places nicer. And I'm, I'm so not that, that to have my wife focus more on the material is, uh, is, has been great for me. Not sure that's true, BB. Well, Denmark bear state your case. Okay. Uh, what else do I got for you guys? So here is the face of modern masculinity. His name's Andrew Tate. And it's the inversion of alpha. They're trying to get men to be the opposite of an alpha that you're a savage. You're selfish. You have no community. Everyone's out to get you. Trust no one get what's yours. Um, you know, every, every goal is material, how to get a hundred million dollars, how to get more sex from more beautiful women. That's all bullshit. It's bullshit. The true alpha males are the ones that serve and, and the people that give them power. Like, look at all the people here that give me power. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because, um, I'm so selfish No, it's because every day, rain, sleet or shine, I put on my slippers and I I put on my work boots and I come here and I try to make you laugh and give you insights into the world and help give you confidence to avoid psyops and help you see through. That's why people give me power. It's not because I'm so cunning and so selfish. It doesn't work. That's feminine. And that's why most of these guys are gay for play. That's why when I call people gay, I'm not exaggerating because these people, they're, they're, they're um, what's it called? They're, uh, their value is their body and their selfishness and their desire for materialism. Who do you think is going to be paying them the money? It's gay men, rich gay men, and they're going to want something in return. Like what I see there in that picture is a gay prostitute sucking on a big old cigar with his shirt open showing that he already defaced his body with tattoos wearing a fancy special boy shirt on a private jet that's not a sign of wealth that's a sign of basically you're a bimbo the richest people i know i've met in idaho and i'm telling you right now you wouldn't be able to recognize that they're rich the richest people I know own thousands of productive acres of land with no debt in Idaho. If you see them, they'd be working on a tractor. They'd be driving a pickup truck. Why would they drive anything but a truck? There's no reason to drive anything but a truck. And it's just like these, these special boys are going to, and cause right now that there's a sign up happening with toxic masculinity, their response to feminism and watching the sheep go this way. So so feminism uh, masculinized the woman and said that being a male is bad and that they're the real males. And so you're going to have a backlash. And so the people that call, accurately call out feminism, um, you're, people are going to naturally gravitate towards. But those very people are acting like women. They just did the the inversion of feminism. The richest man I know looked like a bum but owned thousands of acres with Angus cows. Yeah, because there's actually wealthy people that's why as you can see yay west wasn't actually wealthy they just took all his money so what does that tell you it wasn't his it was inflated they and like a lot of these people elon musk he's not actually rich if he if he polishes the wrong knob they'll take it all back that means it's not theirs the people that are actually wealthy have been in the service morality business their whole lives let me tell you another little thing that might be helpful for you guys In the bear market, which is what we're entering now, where the inflation, where the uh, interest rates are going up, liquidity is getting scarce, and people are going to go hungry. The most valuable asset in business is morality. It's not cunning. It's not selfishness. That that's only in the in the bull market, and even then, it doesn't last. In the bull market, you can be a cunning little snake and get yours. But then when the, when the tide pulls back, there's this great quote that when the tide lowers, you can see who's really wearing trunks. I think Warren Buffett said that. Where you're out swimming, everyone's swimming, no one can see under the water. And water is a direct one-to-one metaphor for money. You know, are your assets frozen? Are you above water? Do you have currency? The current, right? The banks of the river, the flow, money flow. You know, all right. Um, liquid assets you guys get it you find out so so when the when the liquidity lowers which is what's happening now and it will be for years in my opinion you'll see who actually is wearing shorts who actually is productive who actually is moral and who isn't we're in an apocalypse the apocalypse is the great revealing and you'll have many apocalypses financially and then you'll have massive cultural apocalypses this is the revealing like you're looking at what it means to be a rich Jewish person in America. They can afford to spend $50,000 each to wear one shirt so that a black man knows that he's not allowed to tweet out a movie he likes. Okay, that's the reveal. And you can do with it what you want. You can be mad at him. There's no reason to be mad at him. And Paul from Pockets is right. There's a lot of Jews that are just living their lives and those are the ones that'll be punished. Rothschilds were never punished in Nazi Germany. I know that some of the, uh, the Nazi mythology is that Hitler arrested a, a Rothschild. Bullshit, in my opinion. <clears throat> I think that the, the, the small business owners, the normal Jews, are the ones that'll get the most ire. And, uh, and that's why there is an element of total bullshit to it. But Yeh's not even saying to, to punish Jews. He's saying he's friends with some He's saying that, that it's not the Jewish people. He actually believes that the blacks are the true Jews, which obviously is crazy because, I mean, don't you have to know how to do plumbing or whatever? Like I don't know. I just have a hard time believing. But I do, I do understand that. I do understand that. The seats for when you're rich as pharaohs. Yeah, it's the pharaoh saying, don't offend me. Meanwhile, anybody that was against the uh, vaccine or mask or anything, any truther... Anybody that goes against the official narrative, anyone that right now is saying Paul Pelosi, it doesn't sound like that was an assassin looking for Nancy. You guys keeping up on that story? It's all grabber football nonsense. But so, so the nine one one call, which has been released publicly that you can listen to, Paul Pelosi says that David is a friend, and that they need to come help. So what I am guessing is what happens happened is old Paul Pelosi went to a gay bar got a dude probably a prostitute brought him home he's very unstable they were arguing he got scared there's no way that guy broke into Nancy Pelosi's home there's no way they don't have security there's no way the story makes any sense at all that he's holding a hammer but it took 20 minutes for the cops to get there and then that's when he like I think the hammer was his dick I think the way that they're getting away with lying is, it's like, oh, he pounded his hammer into Paul's skull. I'm like, I bet he did. It doesn't matter, though. The punishment doesn't matter. But my point is, if you simply say, this doesn't sound accurate. The Holocaust doesn't sound accurate. Sandy Hook doesn't sound accurate. They're like, you should die. You should be put in a camp. Like all this stuff that they're terrified of someone saying to them, they say all the time. Oh, yeah, Paul Pelosi, the first butt boy of Nancy Pelosi, who's third in line for president, whose life is threatened all the time, has no security in her home. And a nudist from the Tenderloin region of San Francisco broke in with, and after 20 minutes of struggle with an 82 year old man, and after calling the police and stating his name. And that he's a friend. So I don't think that makes any sense. Like Sandy Hook wasn't a functional elementary school when the alleged shooting, it was closed. So can someone explain that to me? They go, you need to, you're the reason. You're the reason there's hell in this world, right? And so we're so used to it. We're so used to being like, so building seven just fell to the ground without even a plane hitting it. And they're like, Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're, you're the devil. You're the but if you criticize one thing about the, the, the main narrative, or God forbid, any Jewish person in the narrative, you're not allowed to have a bank, social media, you're called evil. And dude, it's so obvious now. But the problem is it's it's a liability shield. The Jews you know in your life are not the ones that are doing this. You know, they do. I, I don't personally subscribe to their victim mentality. A lot of them, a lot of normal Jews have victim mentality. But they're not, you know, overtly criminal doing a, a crime against you. And you can see that it's all about just not being a victim. Just don't be a victim. You don't need to see anyone, uh, any demographic punished. Now, individuals punished, yes individuals punished I'm a hundred percent for like if you knew about the COVID vaccines damage and you pushed it on other people I think you should be at minimal put in prison you know if you intentionally were part of this conspiracy which it was uh then yeah like the set like that's why I would always name individuals like Jesse Thorne is currently abusing his son by saying that he's a girl and giving him, uh, hormones. That's what, that's why people got so terrified of me. Cause you know, it's not about his demographic. It's about him. The Sackler family knowingly patented and spread Oxy to America and 300,000 people at minimal died in like a couple years. They're liable. They need to make amends for that. You know, if you just say the Jews, it doesn't hit the mark. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. Get those PPPs. Yeah, if you received free money from the government to knowingly deceive people into taking a deadly vaccine like Steven Crowder, I think you should be in prison. I think that you have done a crime against humanity. Like, I literally think Steven Crowder should be in jail for what he did. Joe Rogan those guys they they knew better they took the money they got paid hush money and they brought their audience to slaughter and that's what these people do guys the feminine is Andrew Tate a Jew no it's his behavior the special boy I do what I want no one's coming to help me I'm a savage I take what I can get I gots to get mine don't hate the player hate the game right That's what these people do. And they don't, they don't help their audience. They don't serve their audience. Say what you will about me. And I know the trolls say quite a bit about me. You can't say I don't serve my audience. There's no way someone can say that with a logical argument that I don't every day try to do the best stream I can and bring the most accurate information and the best jokes. And I've suffered for it, but it's been my honor. Because I'm an actual man. And I've, I've battled with victim consciousness. I've battled, battled with, you know, oh, they're coming for me. I'm censored. Oh, it's unfair. Why do these people get to do my jokes and not even give me credit? I've battled it. Of course I battle it. But I, I'm really getting out of it. I haven't really felt that way in a while. Um, hilarious to think how they staged that Tate pick. The funnier pick is that one. I bet he's looking at a guy's ass when someone took that, that picture. He's definitely gay, by the way. I mean, I can't confirm it with like personal knowledge, but I can spot it. It's like that guy wants to be exalted physically and materially. He wants to be draped in silks and robes and gold and diamonds. He wants everyone to appreciate him and hear him and listen to him. But yet he has no masculine tendencies at all. None. He keeps wanting to rebel against clown world. Dude, what do you dude, what's your what's your work, Andrew? Like what do you do besides teach young men how to be scum? And in the whole narrative is already set up where if you go against him, you go, "Oh, you must be an SJW. You must be a feminist." Oh, oh, you're just, you're just hating on him. You're jealous of, you're jealous that he can smoke a big, fat, thick, girthy cigar with his shirt open on a private jet, you know, owned by a gay man. You're just jealous that, that they won't let you in the van. What? All right. BB, did you see his interview with Muhammad Ajab? No, I, I won't watch that. My friend did and was like, it was. There's a lot of problems with what he's currently doing with all that. And I, you know, I wish him well, if he's authentically trying to be Muslim, I don't see it at all. And I know I'm, it's not good to judge another's others. It's bad. It's not just not good. It's bad to judge another's intentions and uh, you know, backbite as they say in Islam. And I get that, but I'm commenting on what I'm seeing and what I'm seeing is a guy who's actively deceiving young men into being uh, because the farther down you go the more you have to make amends I've yet to see him say that all that behavior is bad that men shouldn't be exalted with materialism and jewelry you know if, if he's claiming that Islam is simply a response to clown world then I don't think that's theologically very sound you know that that's your reaction that you're reacting like a woman I'm just not, it's, it's hard not to judge. I'm not going to judge his deep intentions or his soul. But I am going to state what I'm going to have to see from him, unless or else I'm just going to keep making fun of him, is that he actually cares about his community. He actually wants to be a man and not this feminized cuckold of the devil. And me saying this isn't emotional or out of spite or envy. It's because it works on young men. Just like imagine if a woman in the 1960s had the had the law. It's not a woman's job, though. But okay, imagine when feminism was coming out, the women that said, I don't want to be Gloria Steinem and neither should you. I don't want to be Mama Cass or whoever the fuck they were rolling out. Having being promiscuous and doing men's jobs isn't going to make you happy. And they go, oh, you're just a bitch. You're just a, you're just a church lady. You're just jealous that we get to be sexy at Woodstock. No. And think about looking back at women that, that we're telling other women, like, don't do this. Like you going and sleeping with a bunch of fucking black Panthers at Woodstock and taking acid and then getting a job and rejecting maternity, uh, being a, a mother and a, like, you're not going to be happy from that. You're going to be broken. And you're going to have so much inner chaos that all you're going to want to do is outrage. You're going to be a professional uh, protester and you're going to bitch and rant. But when you're alone, you're going to feel scared and, and sad. And the only time you feel remotely normal is when you're balancing out your inner chaos with screaming at the sky. No, no. Be happy. Like actually accept your role in this beautiful order of this world. And you know they'd say the same thing to that woman. Oh, you're just holding us back. You're just holding holding us back. You're just jealous. You're just jealous that I get to bang all the Black Panthers at Woodstock. Tate is likely facing sex assault charges, so he's going to hide behind the Muslim faith and claim he's being persecuted for being Muslim. Yeah, I've thought about that. I thought about the fact that he's probably going to prison. Oh, here's a doubt. You're lying. Oh, the top cheat. No, he's facing some charges, man. And I don't know. I'm not like super in on it, but I've had people tell me that he's facing, you know, human trafficking charges. And so I'm not going to make a claim that this is definitely what he's doing. But if you're going to prison, being a Muslim is a pretty good move. Um, but I'm again, I'm not making that. I'm just using him as an archetype of this explosion of toxic masculinity that's coming in. And that's a perfect term for it. Toxic masculinity, it is. It's like a toxin to get other men to feel like victims and to exalt themselves with materialism and and selfishness. A few friends' moms are alone, feminists in their glory years. They're miserable and tons of pills. Yeah, it's the same with these men. These men that right now are taking the HGH and testosterone, they're all ripped and they're wearing all the clothes and they're getting the attention and they're, you know, like teaching because there's a huge demand for masculinity right now. Huge people have cucked dads, feminism so nuts now that people want an alternative. So they're going to look to these men and these men are going to feed them and they're going to in turn get all their money. And it's not going to be a good consensual relationship. It's going to be like, oh, I, I, I knew in my heart that there's something wrong with feminism. I knew that that I have to go out there and do something myself, which are masculine traits. But the whole you're alone, you're a savage. No one's here to help you. You get what you need. You, you get that plane. You get that car that you want. You're that you're a, a main bitch. You're the top bitch. You're the your daddy's bitch or whatever the fuck he says to these people. Yes, yeah, bodies shaved clean for the gays, and you can say, "Oh no, that's what women like." I, I'm not bragging here, but I think I had a more authentic relationship with more attractive women than an Andrew Tate type. I think that that type can get porn-like stripper money-type women. I know a ton about what women are actually attracted to, and the whole. Shaved abs, don't get me wrong They want you in shape You know, but that whole shaved abs Materialism shit It's its for gay men It's way more Like women like alphas They like people in the spotlight They like people with power They like people that other men listen to Don't get me wrong, like that's all true But that whole like You know, I put cologne on my testicles So it's like, no You're with men, that's men yeah, the kind of woman who's about to kill herself. Exactly. All right. So, Kyneton, hit me with the super chats. That's that's what I wanted to talk about today. Just keeping it, just keeping it uh, focused here. Let's see if I got to everything. It's so you look like a little boy. Yes, yes, exactly. It's all about looking like a little boy for these people because they're all trying to get there. LGBTQAIP What does that plus stand for? All right, Rockfin says, Don't worry, BB, I may be a burly bricklayer, but you've helped me be a better man. You have no idea, dude. I've kicked the porn and have been a better husband and father because of watching your stream. And I've impacted the younger men in my sphere of influence because of what I've learned from you. Keep crushing. My be bear- bearified as bricklayer bear, please. There actually already is a bricklayer bear. You, you want to be uh, Can you just think of another one? Thank you, though. I love bricklayers. Uh... Just come out. just add like one modifier to it. Rose says, thanks, Ellen. Anytime, Rose, thank you. And everyone check out Crow Triple Seven. Glad to see you back in your element, BB. Appreciate all you do. Thanks, Junior Junior. And, uh, and I'm not hating. I'd, I would like to have a more athletic body than, like, because I've analyzed it. Am I just hating? Am I full of envy? Because I can do critical analysis like I'm a computer programmer on myself. Do I want a more athletic body that's less fat? Yes. Do I look at certain people and think, man, that'd be great if I had more of an athletic demeanor? Absolutely. Do I look at people that I can tell are on hormones that shave their abs? Do I have any envy of that? Swear to God, zero. I think, man, that guy, if he doesn't get his shots every day, He's going to look like Rosie O'Donnell. And the fact that they, they shave and tan and all that, it's like they're trying to gratify uh, a, like a real demonic force, in my opinion. Yeah, Brick Bear is good. Uh, Brick Bear is good. So again, like when, if someone would call me jealous or envious or I'm just hating, In all honesty, I mean, I would rather be more in shape. I've been working out every morning. I've been trying to watch what I eat. I'm not satisfied with how my belly is or how, like, being in my 40s and, you know, doing farm work instead of, like, long running and, like, yeah, I'm not happy with that. Like, I'm trying to make improvements and I'm trying to, like, do programs with push-ups and all kinds of stuff. I'm up to, like, uh, like, yesterday I did 150 push-ups in the morning. Um, so it's like, yes, I, I want to be more athletic. That being said, it's not, it's not, I'm not envious of people that I can tell have, uh, altered their body with drugs because I know I've known a lot of people who went down that road and it's a dark road. Like one of my best friends did a ton of steroids in college cause he was a division one, uh, football player. And now we joke cause he has garbage balls. Like, he literally has the testosterone of an 80-year-old man, and he has ever since. Like, his balls are permanently gone. And so because of that, he has to work really, really, really hard every day just to maintain any sense of, you know, hormonal balance. So no, I'm not. Not only am I not envious of these, like, toxic male influencers with their fist abs, like the liver king and all these people. I look at them like, oh, so you're now completely dependent on on the pharmaceutical industry for the rest of your life. Like, there's like my friend was in college like 18 years ago, and he still has his testosterone level is 80, and he makes it work. He's like super healthy and works out a ton, and you know does ice baths and everything to jump up his tea. But it's like he, it's never coming back when you uh, push yourself with a certain amount of stare, like because he went big. It's Your balls will not recover. So, no, I'm not envious of anybody that has made that deal. Hometown Bear. Hey, BB, thanks for all that you do and keep us very entertained. Got my coworker into your streams, and we've been listening to them in the truck each day at work. Nice. There is no one else like you on the internet. Much love to you and your family onward. Yeah, at Hometown Bear. I feel the same way. I was just talking to Vox about you today. Um, cause everybody's now seeing about how great animation is. And, uh, you're just such a diamond in the rough, man. You're like in the, you're like in a truck in the wilderness of Canada. Just, but you're like have better art skills than like Disney. It's great. It's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. All right. And I'll play that Obama thing again. I mean, you're just crushing it. Beatrice. Beatrice. Hey Owen, here's a tip for last night's piano stream. Your Christopher Walken was my favorite of your impressions, but now the Jim Bob singing Silent Night is. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I was red-faced laughing and the N-Bird song. Oh yeah, Uh, N-Bird singing in the dead of, or no, N-Bird stealing in the dead of night. Take the unlocked bikes and learn to ride. You know, someone asked me to play Blackbird and I was like, Nick Bird singing in the dead of, Nick Bird stealing in the dead of night, take the unlock and, 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 uh, Jim Bob was asking me to, uh, he was like, do you just whisper sing all the time or can you belt? And I can belt, I can actually do some vibrato. It sounds absurd, but I know how to like kind of sing like operatic. And so I was like singing silent night as Jim Bob would sing it, which is just ridiculously self-indulgent and loud. All right, so thank you. Where can I pre order the Bertaria Mag 3? Thank you, Beatrice Crafting Bear. Uh, we'll roll that out soon, but BertariaTimes.com or just join the app. We'll send out a notification app.bertariaTimes.com. Matt says, been questioning my faith for the past couple of weeks as well. Makes it hard to question and call bullshit on the B system when I am building a JP Morgan office space. If it wasn't for you, I'd still be listening to fucking Glenn Beck and Mark Levin. Oh, geez, thank you. You're doing great. I'll do to Reno Bear. Yeah, but you're just your your job is to build the office. Banking itself isn't even immoral. It's how they bank. It's the system. It's our sin. And our sin has led to the increase in this grabalonian world. And so I've done a lot of thinking about this, and I had a dark, dark night of the soul. And, uh, we just have to do our job well and serve our community. And if you building JP Morgan offices, uh, puts food on your family's table and you build good offices and they're, they work well, then that's all you can do. You know that all you can do is do your job well. And if that's, you know, if that's building the rooms that bankers, will, cause you don't know who's going to be there. You can't predict the future. In five years, J.P. Morgan may be gone. That could be filled with Bertarinoff. You don't know. All you're, you can do is uh, do your job well and enjoy your life and be grateful for what God has in store for you. Uh, Jonah Bear, just a quick booster for the Agape Bear. He knows what he did. Additionally, on the 19th, we'll be having a meetup in San Antonio, Texas at Copernicus Park from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Go to meetups or you're gay. Nice. I love San Antonio. It's my favorite city in Texas. Lost and found bear. It's so helpful to watch you grow through an idea. It really helps me to examine my own thinking and behaviors. I appreciate you putting yourself out there. The piano stream last night slayed me. You make us laugh. Hey, God, you can put that piano stream last night on. I don't know. I like that it's only unauthorized. We're almost back to our pre-payment processor problem uh, level. So thanks for everyone who signed up unauthorized.tv but yeah if you want to put that on all the uh the normal channels cod you can go ahead and do that it really was a funny ass stream but typically i only put the bonus streams at unauthorized.tv um let me tell Kai. let me see if i'll just keep reading i'll check later i can't wait to see what we're all like five years from now keep crushing i agree and i i'm excited to see what those you know some of these offices that people are building, who knows who's going to be in there? You have no idea. All you can do is do your job well because beauty itself will rise the human soul. And so just do what you do well and you're serving God, whatever that is. You can't predict the future. my Bear. Hey, BB, I'm currently listening to 1531 where you discuss your dark night of the soul. What you do is priceless and we all love you for it. Everyone gets down on themselves from time to time, but don't dwell. I'm not, I'm already past it. You're doing great, kid. Onward, Crestmont Bear. P.S. Hope this pays some gay away. It does. Apulia Multimedia says, this will be the dumbest super chat I ever send. Do you have any good jump rope tips? I added it to my workout routine because of you, but nine times out of ten, I'm whacking myself in the head or feet within the first three hops. Get a longer jump rope. Uh, Super Slayin' Bear says, um, hey, it's Super Slayin' Bear. I've been catching up on streams and just heard 1520 in which Nameless Bear remembered my presence at Bear Fest in a beautifully written letter. He chose to roast me, which was not part of the deal, but I couldn't have asked for a funnier shout out. Here's the promised 20 and 30 for you and Cod from the Prince of All Saiyans. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was a funny letter. The Huns Bear. Hey, BB, just wanted to tip the Bard King. And his faithful, humble court Jew. That's Coddington. Really appreciate the hilarious way you break spells. You've been a great influence on me and thousands of others. You have a gift and are influencing the collective conscious in a positive way. Happy Ursa Rio, an Ozark supporter. Oh, thank you for that. Really appreciate that. Keep on pulling the string, my cyber friend. Indeed. PAT Life podcast. Hola. Looking forward to have you, Gardner and Barnett on the stream. Yeah, it's going to be great. Without you three, I wouldn't have ever considered starting a podcast. Your kindness and leadership continuously motivates and inspires us. Any and all donations from our live streams will go directly towards the Bertaria Ozarks purchase of land. Onward. Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you. Paint Bear says, The seasons and contrast of life are what gives this realm its identity. God always gifts us with blessings and lessons when we need them most. Thanks for your honesty and open heart. As we move forward together, onward. Indeed, thank you, um, Paint Bear. Fix anything, Bear. BB says, why won't they change? It sucks they won't, but if they do, one of your job's grabber commentator is eliminated from the realm. That's a good point. (laughs) They would love to fire you from this job. You're a great comedian, third best in my book, behind God and Satan. (laughs) I'd even take third with humans, because I mean, I know Norm's... uh, Norm's up there, but yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I I'm, I really do think I'm currently the best living comedian. And it's kind of funny to admit that because it sounds so arrogant, but it's mildly likable and true. Del Zirk, the comedy is what got me here. The gravy is what keeps me here and your humili- humility and honesty, I just claim to be the best comedian in the world. And he said, call me hum- humble. Is what made me want to support it. You're the man I melt down when YouTube ads come on and it makes me laugh really, really hard when as soon as it starts, you say, shut your whore mouth. Thanks for all you do. Yeah, I say what is usually just in people's heads. Uh, I was writing a letter for the dark night of the soul, but it's already obsolete. It's okay, North Wing Bear. It'll still resonate with people and myself. All right, let's read some letters here. Dear Big Bear, Typing you another letter to thank you for your positive inspiration, much needed here in the bowels of hell of Los Angeles. Many thanks for myself and our local bear crew who frequently gather at my abode, a.k.a. the Gravy Cave. Uh, we try to meet once a month. That's really important because isolation is, a, isolation is one of the biggest tools of the devil. Brick Bear would be awesome. Yeah, Brick Bear. Welcome, Brick Bear. Awesome. But I'm in need of a little advice. Problem is, my young adult daughter wants to stay in L.A. Hell, A. Eh? We've had a few discussions, but basically she sees more opportunity here in the big city. Well, what are, what's her goals? Like, what is the opportunity she sees? I've been struggling a lot with this as she only lives a couple blocks from me. We often walk to each other's homes and hang out quite a bit. And if I move, there goes the awesome times we frequently spend. There's no place that's... That doesn't have problems i always recommend people stay with their family i'm not gonna i need to know way more about your situation i'll keep reading but that bond you have with your daughter you're not gonna yeah you'll go to a west virginia or missouri or idaho or some based place and you get along more with the people but that but but your love and relationship with your daughter will not be replaced by a red state and so it sounds like that's an important thing. I don't like seeing families break up. Uh, and L.A. can still, you know, you can still function there. There's still a lot of natural beauty about there. California has the best agriculture in America. It's just there's so many demons in there. And they all, if you watch Jim Cramer, I mean, they may just start dying. If she has kids, he'll miss out on that too. Yeah, yeah. Rebecca Bears in Southern California. I mean, you could move to like, you know, a, a, like a rural area of California. I know those have gotten really expensive, but if you go east, like on the 10 East and go out more towards Cholo land uh, and then find a rural area, I mean, all right, let me, um, Uh. I don't like seeing family split up. Do I, A, stick it out here in the land of sodomy so I don't appear as an abandoning dad hoping she eventually changes her mind? Yes, in my opinion. Or B, own the fact she's an adult in her mid-20s and I relocate in hopes that she one day follows. No. No, I'm, I'm, I, I want you to stay with your daughter. She's, in, you know, you having influence on her and showing her that she matters more than... um like that you will suffer for family is, uh, is uh, a beautiful thing. I own some property in the Ozarks already. I've had for 20 plus years. I see the writing on the wall, but I can't convince my kid to see what I see. Thanks for any advice you have. Well, she may not be able to convince you what she sees. What if she sees a world where she really does believe that I need to know way more. Is she in college debt? Does she have a significant other? What industry is she in? You know, I can't give a full advice about how to handle this unless I know way more, but my gut is saying that uh, your relationship with your daughter is more important than where you live. All right. Now, for something a little lighter in tone. And don't, don't, you don't need to do what I say, by the way. If you disagree, then fine. But um, because again, I, if there's, if there's factors I don't know, that's one thing. Like, do you have other kids? Do you have a kid in the Ozarks? like. Um, but uh, I've just always, family is wealth. And location, you know, you, 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 I think you might regret it if you leave. And, uh, and she could drift off even more. To have, that, to have that relationship is definitely helping her. And women without a man, whether it's a father, brother, husband... Um, it's like they, they can drift off really bad. Women are so easily manipulated. Like imagine if this guy just pops into her life, shut the fuck up. You want to get in me plane? For those of you just listening, it's Andrew Tate sucking on a big fat girthy cigar with his shirt open on a private jet. Definitely paid for by a homosexual sadist. I'm leaving behind a brother and sister to leave Los Angeles. Our parents are dead, so it's not as much to lose. My siblings are so lost in Babylonian menace that I can't relate to them anymore. Yeah, that sounds fine. I left my brother in Saranatic Lake because I realized I was genuinely making his life harder, and that was. And we, but we went towards my wife's family. And now it's like this is the best spot for us. Her family can visit. We can build a great community in North Idaho, but you know, it's not always just one or the other. It's not like, Oh, you got to make it work with family. The reason I said that about him is because we often walk to each other's homes and hang out quite a bit. You know, it sounds like they have a good relationship and it sounds like, you know, she's a, she's his daughter. It's not like a brother. It's like, uh, and it sounds like she doesn't have a husband. And um, uh, you know, back in the old day you could command her to go, which would be ideal, but uh, you know, you guys sound close, and it's just you don't want to give that up. I miss my brother all the time, but I don't regret it because I put in the work. I did, and it was like I I uh I brought a lot of heat to a it's a very liberal. It's surprisingly liberal. Saranac Lake in the middle of the Adirondack Mountains is surprisingly liberal because its main industries are state-run. And New York State is beyond, beyond. Like, it was a town of, like, 1,200, 1,500 people, and they would literally do Black Lives Matter marches. And my wife was the only person. My wife was one of 10 people in the whole town that wasn't, that had any quote unquote person of color genetics. It was such a joke. It was such like a, a an inverted joke that doing what I do for a living, you can, you know, you can be based and all that and and be fine. I mean, I knew a lot of really cool people in Saranac Lake that, you know, were truthers or they saw through it. But if you're as outspoken as me, it's um it brings so much heat to, you know an area like that because everybody there has some form of dependency on liberalism and now they're really suffering for it in a lot of ways. It's like, it's just crazy. It's like, I'm glad I left now. I miss my brother all the time, but, um, just seeing how hard they locked down for COVID and how, uh, dependent they are. I just am like, Long Island is very gay. Yeah, New York is mind-blowingly bad for politics and for, uh, there's some good people there, but when you're me, it's bad. If I was just a dude that uh, had these opinions and just did my job, it'd be fine. But because I'm so public, it's like the demonic entities like to try and twist and hurt those that you love. Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, full of self-hating cucks. Yeah, totally. Tons of them. That's why I don't have white pride. Because it's like, you go to the whitest areas and a lot of them are like the most absurd caricatures of degenerate dependency I've ever seen in my fucking life. They like, like disarming themselves. They like being like, oh, blacks are better than me. It's like, what? All right, how'd the winners not keep the parasites out of New York? I have a lot of theories. I have a lot of theories about that. I I don't know. It should have, but it just didn't. New York is incredibly corrupt. I'm in Long Island in an undisclosed location. Nice Ignacio. Yeah. Punish innocent people associated with the bad. All right. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. And so I didn't want to bring any of that to my, my brother. Um, Here's a quick little tune I scribbled after a recent mayor Rudy stream. Maybe you could play it. it's called Fruity Rudy to the tune of Tutti Fruity I haven't seen your piano around lately, so acapella is acceptable. Here we go Wipe all the lube on and bop bang boom Fruity Rudy wants your booty Fruity Rudy wants your booty a Fruity Rudy wants your booty mop all the lube up and bop bang boom And then I don't know how the rest of the song goes, but it's wasn't was a mayor named Rudy. He's a real weird and fruity. There's a freak named Rudy. This drag queen wants your booty. Cox, he will eat balls. He will munch. Yeah, he's the fruitiest of this bunch. Fruity Rudy wants your booty. I mop all the lube up and bop, bang, boom. (laughs) Mop all the lube up. Billionaire named Larry so damn lucky. It's scary Silverstein. He's a fairy those twin towers. He buried He's double insured now. They're gone first fresh kills then Wuhan, you know, did you guys know that that all the Metal all the steel from the World Trade Center They were quickly moved You can't make this up. This is official This is officially true all the steel first went to a scrapyard called Fresh Kills Scrapyard, and then, soon after, it was all sent to Wuhan, China. Oh, am outdated. I... All right, here we go. Oh, Patriots, mega. Fruity Rudy wants your booty. Mop all the woo up and bop, bam, boom. He's got a pal named Don. He's straight from Zion. No, a prez named Trunk. Turn them towers to junk. That's hilarious. Middle name Jamarcus, don his first. He'll dry hump your carcass until it squirts. Whoa, that's dark. But I like where your ad's at. Fruity Rudy wants your booty. Mop all the lube up and bop bam boom. It's great. Mop all the lube up is fucking great. All right. It's amazing lots of bears are heading to my homeland. Sort of looks like a sign or something. Most of my family is still in Missouri. Ooh, I see. I need more details. I need more details. Another local bear here is also on the prowl to head to southern Missouri, so God willing, soon we will join in the ranks down there. In close a tip for the piano man and a CD of some music I made. Please enjoy the disc or add it to your drink coaster collection. Um... Again, much gratitude for your wisdom and insights. Good wishes to you and your brood. God bless and keep shining the light. Yes, gravy crockett bear. Thank you. Apparently, there's multiple gravy crockett bears, but we'll get to the bottom of it. That's why I, I if I can remember that there's already a name, I, uh, I like to, t- even if you know, I like to keep everyone having an original name. That's what you call a. What about the shoe polish hair dye? Yeah, it's all ridiculous. All right, here's some super chats. Virginia Bear meetup was awesome. Great people, food, music, and fireside chats. Props to the host, Based Bear, who is the real Food Forest Bear. My four-year-old had a blast with the bears and insisted we stay overnight. He asked to be verified as Bearzy. Welcome, Bearsie Bear. That was from Food Forest Bear. Heavyweight Dancing Bear. Paying gay away after remembering I once went to the Jefferson Pools. A supposed hot spring, actually lukewarm bathhouse, that old presidents used to frequent. Some gay offered his pool noodle floaty, and I immediately split. Almost cried in the car waiting for my girlfriend to finish her dip in the segregated lady's side. That's hilarious, dude. Almost cried in the car. (laughs) Pine Martin Bear. Dear BB, your recent streams have helped me tremendously and made me reflect on the skill of having the side of truth. Its form in each moment always remains pure and unwavering, while at the same time maintaining a delicate nuance only perceptible to the pure of heart. Can I please be verified as Pine Martin Bear? Welcome, Pine Martin Bear. All right. Uh, let's read another letter. that's okay with Martin from Rock. Hey, Cod, how's it going? Is, uh, are all the streams working? I'm going to tell him to put on... Uh, Oh, bonus audio is always on Telegram, even for those who don't have UA. I make it so they can at least listen to all your stuff. Thank you, Cottington. So last night's piano stream, you can get at t.me slash Owen Benjamin comedy. t.me slash Owen Benjamin is a Pakistani trickster, swear to God, who can barely speak English, but is trying to like get clicks or something. Um, so t.me slash Owen Benjamin comedy. We will always keep the audio available for anybody that wants to listen Well done Kindon. <clears throat> but also unauthorized at TV Hey, big bear thought I found your doppelganger. This is a picture of chief boatswain Edwin Hill I look kind of like Edwin Hill if you grew a beard and stopped being such a G. But I move it to the main channel. Oh, where do you put it? On? Oh, T.me. Oh, you have your own one. T.me slash WDTL bonus has all the bonus streams. And then the main channel is the one that I post on frequently now. Uh, he served on board the USS Nevada during the attack on Pearl Harbor, the alleged attack. As the Nevada gunners opened fire, a single torpedo hit above the keel, causing major flooding. At 47 years of age, He dived off the back of the Nevada, released the battleship from its mooring, and swam back onto the ship as it made way. He resumed his duties on board. Dude, what a great antidote for what we're talking about today. That's what a man does. You know, Andrew Tate would have swam away and probably tried to finger himself. Um, And I'm not saying to join the military. In fact, definitely don't join the military at this point. But, um... It's all about service. Service is being, and they, oh, how dare you? I got to get mine. No one's going to stop me from getting my goals. Dude, it's all about service, man. Every guy that you like in the world is service-based. A lot of people want to be Andrew Tate because they want to be on a plane or getting blowjobs from runaways. And uh, yeah, Andrew Tate used uh, girls as a flotation device. And it's just, it's just not the way forward. And I'm only addressing this because there's been an unnatural rise in toxically masculine influences. <clears throat> Shit. Really? That's crazy. What's kind of insane. <clears throat> uh, wow. That was started over two years ago. I feel like we started telegram last week. Yeah. It's so fast. Rockfin stream is strong. Awesome. Even though it was badly damaged, the Nevada was the only battleship that made it underway during the attack, attempting to make its way out of Pearl Harbor. Being the only moving ship, it became a primary target of dive bombers. Eventually, the Nevada was struck by five bombs, disabling her and killing Chief Edwin Hill. Yeah, doesn't that make you like you're like, yeah, want to hear something crazy about the attack of Pearl Harbor? And this is mainstream. This is not me with documents. I'm not saying that a bunch of Americans didn't die in Pearl Harbor. In fact, I'm almost positive that's all real. Do you know how many Japanese bodies they recovered from the attack? Zero. Hmm. There was zero, zero Japanese bodies recovered from the attack on Pearl Harbor. Now, I'm not saying what that means exactly. I have some ideas. But uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a true story. There was no Japanese bodies ever. Now, I'm not making a claim that there was no Japanese people involved. I don't know. I'm just stating something that makes you go, wait a minute. So, so no Japanese bodies were recovered? Can someone explain that? To oh, how dare you? You should be in a work camp. Okay, well, I'm not forgetting that. Because the irony is, is we're not going to be the ones that get um that get uh persecuted grabber football update netanyahu about to return once again as pm of israel jared kushner is excite- getting hot flashes and excitement what bodies were recovered then americans there was no japanese bodies rec- recovered after the attack on pearl harbor i don't know much more about that but i know that that is an official fact yeah they found a pair of chopsticks floating in the ocean and then a passport for Muhammad Atta. <laughs> they were just eaten by sharks. That's hilarious. Glenn Ford just happened to be there. To f- oh, yeah, yeah. Want to hear the next thing that makes you know it's bullshit? And I'm not saying that these people didn't die. I'm not saying that this man didn't die. Glenn Ford was, was his name Glenn? I know Ford is his name. But he was the number one Hollywood director at the time. He happened to be on vacation during it at Pearl Harbor with all his gear and he filmed it. He also filmed Japanese planes that did not look like any plane that, like if you go back and look at the Japanese planes, they didn't look like Japanese planes. It's nuts, dude. The story is such bullshit. That back then, obviously, they were doing the same psychological psyop stuff to get the goyim to go to war and all that. But if you look back and you really look at it, it was nonsense. Um, I assume that means non-recovered from swash zero flight. No, that's not what that means. Dude, tons of Japanese quote-unquote planes were quote-unquote shot down. John Ford. Yeah, thank you, obscenes Ghost. I knew it wasn't Glenn. Glenn Ford. Jesus, Jew Bear is just trying to trip me up. Uh, yeah, his name was John Ford, and he received a, a medal of honor from the military after that. <laughs> but but the movie Pearl Harbor. Yeah yeah. There was no there was no Japanese bodies recovered. Several young crewmen, 18 and 19 years old, Credit Hill was saving their lives by ordering them to take protective cover behind the ship's gun turrets. He sacrificed himself so that younger crewmen might have a chance to live their lives. That's awesome. It makes sense your doppelganger would also be an alpha and based. Can you imagine? Dude, the synchronicities, this is proof that there's a plan. It's like, look at what I just talked about in the stream. I open up, I open up a letter and its contents is about a man that sacrificed himself for other men. And then that correlated with being an alpha and then correlated with what I'm doing here. That's statistically not possible by chance. Chaos is an illusion. Well, chaos is a force to, uh, I think it's to it's like confusing your muscles to, uh, to strengthen them. But the world doesn't run on chaos. Fuck it, I'm just going to say it. The Japanese did not rape Nan King. Eh, no, I think they raped Nan I think everyone's raped Nan King. All right. For those of you, I'm just joking. I had the wildest thing today. I was at a red light with a flatbed truck next to me listening to comedy on XM Radio. The bit that came on was about flatbed trucks. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think there's a correlation with helping young men that both you and Hill had. Is this why men follow you into battle? Yes, it's about service. Dude, if you didn't know me, you'd think I wrote this letter to back up what I talked about today. Like, I couldn't have done this. Like, I, it's almost like I have a researcher to do this. So, I think there's a correlation with helping young men that both you and Hill had. Is this why young men follow you into battle? Yes, because it's about service. Nan King had it coming. Yeah, Nan King shouldn't have been wearing that skirt and drinking alcohol. Also, I thought the connection to Japan was interesting. Thank you. Thank you, dude. That, that you were just part of a really, really interesting synchronicity, and I, fi- I love those. You know, I, I've, I've realized that synchronicities happen to a lot of people, and they just say, what a coincidence, because they don't want to admit there's a plan. They don't want to admit that there's order. That they, like, coincidence is the dismissal of order. Where you say, oh, yeah, well, you just say it's like, oh, that means nothing. That doesn't mean, that's just a coincidence. That's just nonsense. It doesn't, that's meaningless. But it's beyond meaningful. Of course there's meaning to it. I mean, what else can explain that but the order of the universe, the order of God? It's like I open up a piece of mail and it describes the characteristics of an alpha male sacrificing for the good of the group on this day. I mean, I've never had anyone do that before. And it's on a day where I'm talking about that. All right. BB, about morality, please consider the following. In my opinion, the reason some people say there is no right or wrong is because truth can only be experienced without any tension in the body. Oh, here we go. It's one of these anus guys. This is why they say Adam and Eve left the garden of Eden is because they chose thinking, which is a slight enough tension in the body to take you out of a heavenly state. Is this written by a woman? Hang on one second. Ice cream Zen teacher. Oh no, this is the fucking guy in Canada. So, you know, it's like, no thinking doesn't take you out of a heavenly state. In my opinion, I've heard all these arguments from all my friends. Like, you know, oh, thinking is what hell is. That's where Satan is. I'm like, did you just think about that? Oh, how dare you? Okay. Thus Adam and Eve went from no thinking, bliss, enlightenment, to the knowledge of good and evil, which is thinking. I mean, there's some gravy. I mean, that's kind of interesting, but... Thus, we very simply conclude that the only way to go to heaven uh, is towards truth, and we discover that thought is not the way to go in this matter. Well, for dumb people, yes. Um, not because it is good or bad, but simply because that it creates a slight enough tension to make you out of the blissful state that everything is perfect. I don't know. I I know a lot of people that don't think that are not in a blissful state. They're like, why do I keep falling off bridges? (laughs) They're like, I just keep getting surprised by horror. (laughs) Why did my pet tiger attack me? Well, did you think about the ramifications of having a pet tiger? No, it causes tension. But now I don't have an arm. Yeah, no free will without thinking. Yeah, totally. Everything is perfect because there is no right or wrong. Completely disagree. There is only the state of pure bliss. No. Which is a byproduct of this blissful state. You would operate fully in God's law. The beauty is I can say anything I want about the stupid ice cream man. And he's not allowed to get mad because he's only in bliss. Because dudes like this are the ones that get the most mad sometimes. Like, I'll be like, no, that's retarded. They're like, no, it's only pure bliss. I'm like, so now you're not in bliss. Oh, yeah, but that's just because you, that's because you. You would never, uh, and pure bliss would be your guide from night to day. You would never bend or doubt yourself because once again, you would be taken out of that state if you did so. So now we discover that the most direct way towards bliss is turning off thought all day. Yeah, that's what fluoride's for. This will not lead to you being stupid. It will be you being pure perfection of every second of your life. Now, knowing yourself all the time nonstop. Kevin, ice cream zen teacher. I've known some Zen teachers in my life. I used to work at a, uh, the Shabu Shabu restaurant in Los Angeles, California, Highland and uh, Hollywood. And we got more of these fucking Zen guys. We even would get those orange robed, you know, Tibetan monks in there. And no one was more bossy and bitchy than a Tibetan monk. They always needed shit, you know, they're all vegetarian, but they were, it's all a scam, they don't know shit. All right. Oh, and the ice cream man has just drawn me uh, an explicit picture. Swear to God, about Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan having sex with a man behind a dumpster. Okay, is that your blissful state? Jesus, what's going on with the world? All right, I'm going to land this plane here soon. Fucking hippies. Exactly, Denmark Barrett. It's like, oh yeah, don't think. Okay, so then how do you think your, uh, your truck was manufactured? Was it just a guy in a blissful state? doodling pictures of a guy getting sodomized behind a dumpster my brother was hospitalized from psychosis after a zen buddhist retreat yeah it's really not good stuff guys it's it's actually it's actually really disgusting (laughs) um all right well i got a really long one called death is not the end Please accept the silver to pay Sam Tripoli's gay away. Only the man can pay away his own gay. But it does help. Uh, I work part-time for Good Nights in Raleigh. Oh my God, I love that club. Dude, this is long, man. Oh, there's a lot of music in this because I want to read this now. I'll read it tomorrow. I'll keep it out here. You work at Good Nights. I dude, I love Good Nights. It's a great club. I remember I performed there on Valentine's Day. Once. Oh dude, great work here. He he changed whiskey uh, to Jesus. Dude, that's that's the best move to do with songs. You just uh, you just change Uh, Whatever sin they're trying to promote into God or Jesus. Instead of whiskey, it says, Jesus, won't you come and take my troubles? Because I can't seem to do it on my own. In the morning, there's hours and infinity. The starlit evenings come to take me home. I ain't got a dime in my pocket. And I just stepped on my last cigarette. But there is a church downtown that'll give me credit. A home away from home, away I went. Yeah, you just change bar to church. Although, I'm not really feeling churches these days. Um, my home is with the hills and trees around me. Yeah, usually the most sinful songs, if you just change the sin to God, they're like the best. By... My ceiling holds the moon and stars above... So I'll never be alone, man's a walk-in I'll never live one day without love So Jesus, won't you come and take my troubles Because I can't seem to do it on my own In the morning there's hours in infinity The starlit evenings come to take me home The starlit evenings come to take me home It's awesome So I just read this fucking thing? I swear too much Don't you have COD pay your gay away, hypocrite much? Well, coming from a Jew, Otis, I think that you should worry about yourself a little bit more than me paying, having COD pay my gay away. Because it's my own money, dummy! Jesus, the Jews. They're always dying to show that you're really the hypocrite. If I pay my gay away on my own entropy, that's my money doing it. Hypocrite much, says Otis the Jew? Your entire worldview is hypocritical. And yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe I, sh- Maybe I don't need to pay. You can pay other people's gateway. I mean, it's better for my business. Isn't that all that matters, Otis? Don't your people think that as long as the business is going well? Actually, BB, it's Otis's people's money. That's a good point, God. I forgot, Otis. It's your money anyway. Well, guess what isn't your money? That. It's called silver, Otis. Your people can't make a claim on all of it in the world. Sorry for the long letter. There is no talk of the Trinity and no arguments in favor of bidets, blowjobs, or Buicks. I can tell this it's going to be entertaining. We're reading it. If anybody wants a final super chat, enter be Benjamin Comedy. I promise or in any whiny gammon and no whiny gammon nonsense. No, I love the juice. I can't get enough of those fucking people. I really can't. When I see one of their big noses enter a room, I know everything's going to be just fine. Right? Because they usually don't do psyops on themselves. So if you're always surrounded by Jews, you're pretty safe. You know how I many Jews died in Pearl Harbor? None! All right. Just some background. So that's why I always surround myself by Jew, from Jews because they, they'll, never, they'll never drop a building on one of their own. BB rubs his hands when he sees Jew noses. Well, I know I'm going to be all right. I know that um, if there's enough Jews around me all the time, I know that they're not going to like stage a fire or a fake shooting or something because they might, one of them may be, you know, they may hurt one hair on one of their heads and send them screaming and crying. They might have to go sit front row at the next NBA game to show everyone their disapproval. Unbelievable. This is when the economy's still good. Can you imagine how people are going to... Not people. I called it black people. How poor black city people are going to fucking uh, treat them. Yes, I didn't like the business decision. Okay. According to my Jewish handlers, you can pay others gay away so that I can make more money. But theoretically, only a man that admits what he's doing is gay can really pay away gay but if you want to have a little fight and i can profit then great there are details in here that are revealing to my identity and location but i don't care i've done nothing illegal i'm just sending fan mail to a comedian on a farm in idaho i've never had the silver tested for authenticity if it turns out to be fake take it up with the armenians your ability to crush is inspiring and I feel much better about everything that is happening now. By the way, I started writing this letter a week after your tinfoil hat appearance earlier in July of this year and I have edited this letter ever since. I'll give it, I'll honor the letter. Did you see what Louisiana Black Bear posted? The bees still blame the W's for their problems. Only only his low-grade bees. No offense, Louisiana Black Bear. But I've, I see a, a major fire happening. Oh yeah, right now. But wait till people see who has the money after, after like an economic collapse. You'll see. I mean, guys, come on. Louisiana black bears just around some pretty low-grade bees. I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to start any conflict there, but Louisiana bees are, you know, they're barely hanging on. Anyway, back to your scheduled program. Um, Denmark bear had a laugh. Nice. Good, good job, Denmark bear. Uh, By the way, I started... uh, I was listening to a stream recently where someone mentions the concept of grace. The part of this letter where I talk about grace was written many weeks ago. Just Just thought it was interesting sync today, along with the hilarious Sam Tripoli impression, reading his ads for dick pills in the middle of dropping truth bombs. So fucking funny. I was mowing the grass at home while listening to that part of the stream and just dying with my head thrown back laughing. Wondering what the neighbors are thinking of me. You called it BB, and I agree it's going to be gnarly. Yeah, but, you know, not as gnarly as your fear porn about World War II. I don't think you're going to be, like, lined up and shot or anything. Uh, But I just think it's going to be a little gnarly. I just think it's going to get a little sporty. But I don't think it's going to be institutionalized Jew attacks. But I think the poor urban dwellers are going to be going after the rich urban dwellers and the spells aren't going to hold them back anymore. That's my opinion. But I, who knows? I've been wrong before. It's usually about twice a year. I like to highlight it. It's usually around the solstice. Anyway, um, that's the problem with headphones and top tier comedy. Sometimes I look insane. This guy sounds very funny. Please accept this piece of silver to pay some of Sam Tripoli's gay away. I'll accept it. Isn't that right, Otis? It's good for biz. I wish part-time for for good nights. I've met some funny people in six years and I've been working there. It's a great side gig for a comedy fan. I took the job because I love stand-up comedy and I've been frequently in the club for over 25 years. My mom took me there to see my first comedy show to watch Kevin Meaney, Performed when I was 12, and the club back then was called Charlie Goodnights. Yeah. Comedy was rather innocent to me then as a kid. I watched Saturday Night Live with my mom. We have a lot in common. Um, we also watched the comics on Star Search with Ed McMahon and the occasional family friendly comedy special. That all changed for me when, at the tender age of 12, I discovered Dennis Leary's No Cure for Cancer. I'd never heard comedy like that before. He was making fun of people dying, taking drugs, smoking, and other dark subjects. I listened to that album a thousand times over the next year. I was hooked. I couldn't believe he could make people laugh talking about stuff like that. I guess that was my introduction to the dark side of comedy. It was years later when I learned about Bill Hicks and Leary's alleged thievery. but That doesn't change how Leary's album affected my perception of stand-up comedy. I relate a lot to this. So anyway, I work the sound and light board at Goodnight, so I meet all the comics before the show to find out when to cue the light, what music they want to come out to, and any other special requirements they may have. I met Sam Tripley in 2021. I'd been listening to Tinfoil Hat since it started and was grateful for the conspiracies and podcast recommendations. He never mentioned yours, by the way. Of course not. They're not allowed to. I felt he helped open my eyes to much of the clown world. He crushed this weekend, and after one of the shows, we were hanging outside the club. And San gave me this silver Gadesby coin. I now pass this coin to you. Oh, so he did pay his gay away. In a way. If the Gadesby flag is too gay, feel free to melt it down and make a silver bullet to fight Armenians. I mean werewolves. It now occurs to me Sam may have only given me this because the silver is in his pocket was starting to make his Armenian blood tingle 100%. Armenians can't stand silver. That's why when he said blame the Armenians at first, I was like, what are you talking about? Silver is like the worst thing for a werewolf. They like hate it. On a serious note, I thought him giving me the coin was really cool. And to be honest, Sam was really nice. I was, I was friends with Sam Tripoli for 16 years. That's what made his cucking so offensive to me. Yeah. He's like kind of a good guy and just a total sellout. All right. I've been listening to your streams every day since your most recent appearance on tinfoil hat. As a new listener of yours, I was amused at how much of what Sam Tripoli had said on his podcast and the rhetoric he used echoes much of what you say. Yeah. We're from the same part of New York. Dude, that's why I can talk like him, bro. Because he's from Cortland and I'm from Oswego, dude. Dude, I'm fuck, I was raised with fucking dudes like Sam Tripoli, bro. Dude, bro. Sam has a Mount more He says crushing all the time. Dude, he's fucking crushing, bro. Yeah, no, he probably also says wicked. He refers to the world as a realm and responds with I'm a realms guy when asked. Yeah, I've influenced him a lot, by the way. And for him to not recommend my podcast is fucking another dagger in the back what a fag he's such a fag all right he probably gave you the silver because his boyfriend told him to i'm not even his boyfriend was probably like hey sam help out the help we got enough money these days ever since joe rogan and our menage a trois just help out the help a little bit because he played your favorite song system of the down when you came out on stage and man you look fucking awesome You sound like that sidekick addict on Breaking Bad. Dude, bro, everybody's crushing, bro. Tripoli is wrong choice time traveler. He disagrees with BB a couple years before. I'm proven right. Then Sam picks the right choice. Yeah, yeah. He says running and gunning all the time. He always talks about the illusion of scarcity and how he practices abundance in all his affairs. So he basically just mimics me and then won't recommend my... Yeah, he doesn't want to recommend my stream because everyone will know where he got all his shit from, except for the dumb way he talks because that's how we all talk where we're from. Dude, you just kind of sound lazy, bro. (laughs) But you swear a lot more than the fucking Californians. They're a bunch of... And then you get down with Bull Rush Bear where everyone's a fucking queer. (laughs) These are all good things. I was amused listening to your episodes and hearing you say the same shit. I know, but I didn't get it from him. My amusement turned to anger when I realized that much of the gravy I've been getting from Sam has probably been regurgitated. No, not probably, definitely. Oh, 100%. Years later, when it becomes normalized, he's like, dude, there's no scarcity. He just changed Jews to Jesuits and fucking, and like, make sure he sells drugs to kids and shit. He sucks. Not only was I getting recycled gravy, I was getting it filtered through the mind of an autistic Armenian. By the way, I don't recall Sam ever giving you credit for any of that. Nothing like, I was listening to Owen the other day and he was saying this about that. Nope. No credit. It's all right. I don't need credit. I'm not a victim. He's only fucking himself. Because see, I got his silver now. Because Sam just gave me silver without even realizing it because God has a plan. There's nothing you can do about it, Sam. You want to not give me credit for all your like little scarce, there's no scarcity. but again, it's not even mine. I'm just taking it out of the divine ocean. Just scooping my little tiny mortal cup out of God's divine ocean and just giving it to the people. And Sam, you think you can take the gravy and regurgitate it, but I end up with your silver anyway. There's nothing you can do about it, Sam. All roads lead to the bear. All right. Now that I'm dozens and dozens of WDTL episodes deep, getting the gravy, gravy straight from the ladle, I can directly connect much of Sam's insane rants are really just indirect responses to you. I would often listen to Tinfoil, and Sam would start a rant where he would go on about Jews aren't behind everything. Guys who say that are crazy. (laughs) Right. Well, they are, but they don't matter. I mean, they're behind everything. You guys know my opinion. And he would go on rants defending Joe. Rogan is a good dude. Rogan's a good dude. He helped me in a lot. He's always been there for me, bro. Yeah, but it's selfish masculinity. Joe Rogan's bad for our culture. He's bad for society. He's a liar. He hates God. He openly talks about fucking Jesus in the ass. He's a disturbing man. But because he helped Sam Tripoli get money for his drugs... Then he's good. Sam, dude, you know, Triple's always, Rogan's always been good to me. That's the whole problem, Sam. You're making alliances like a woman does. Oh, well, as long as Britney says I'm pretty, then she's fucking beautiful. No, Britney's fat. It doesn't matter what someone says about, you don't think I could have done that with so many bears, they'll give me a hundred bucks and then say crazy shit. No, you don't get to talk to me in a certain way. There's no amount of money. And Tripoli, I still get your silver. All roads lead to Ursa Manor. All right. All right. Um, Rogan's good, dude. And I'd be like, what the fuck Sam is talking about? Who is he defending Rogan to? I know now he was talking to the Big Bear. Yeah, half of the internet is people just passive-aggressively responding to me without admitting they listen to me. He was now, he was talking to the big bear. I'm not sure how this coin came to be in Sam's possession, but for some reason he decided to give it to me, and now I find it fitting and poetic to put it in your coffers. Yeah, you made exactly the right choice. I always end up with Tripoli's coins. The weak fool will always end up losing his coinage to the superior morality. Any man with superior morality will end up with your silver. So, it's true! I first heard you on Joe Rogan, even before your first appearance on the show, I remember Joe would often mention you as a hard worker, in reference to your arborist work with your bro and all that. Those shout-outs from Joe resonated with me because I work adjacent to an arborist industry. Then the old toe finally had you on, after which I lost track of the gravy train, and then you popped up on tinfoil hat. And the way you were speaking and not backing down to Sam's bullshit resonated with me. I'm not sure what happened to Joe Rogan, but I get a lot of good info from him early on. Yeah, he used to be great. Because he seemingly was calling out truth to power with his calling out the Clintons' circumcision, the moon landing, he broke many spells for me. He also inspired me to take better care of my physical self. Yes, me too. I used to, I was honored to be on Rogan at first And that's why his betrayal is even worse, because he knows better. He did it consciously. He wasn't innocent. He knows all this shit I'm saying is true. I was motivated to begin strength training as well as take up jujitsu, and those two activities combined have greatly improved my quality of life. For example, I used to have some lower back pain that no longer bothers me. I was an avid listener of JRE since 2012, And haven't missed many episodes, but suddenly, and not very long after your tinfoil hat appearance, and then listening to your streams, I stopped listening to Rogan and haven't felt the need to go back. I was attracted to Rogan because it felt anti-mainstream and untethered, and maybe it used to be that, but Joe just does not come off as true anymore. I first saw the two-faced nature of Rogan years ago when he had on Dr. Phil. I thought, no way is Joe not going to bring up his great Dr. Phil bit, And call out this quack psychologist. It's one of Rogan's funniest bits. Rogan used to be funny. Not one fucking word was mentioned about the bit. And if you listen to the whole bit, Joe absolutely torches and makes fun of Dr. Phil and his quackery. Yes. 2012 Joe Rogan would have still be have my back right now in my opinion. I can't make that claim for sure. But he didn't used to be this god awful comedy was bought out and a lot of it had to do with joe rogan himself it, it feels like he made a conscious deal with a demon all right i felt sure joe would soon be calling out the phony dr phil on jre for all to see but joe only kissed his ass for the whole show pretending that he never publicly humiliated this fool once upon a time in a comedy special far far away it was as if dr phil never the bit never existed Yeah, it's a classic communist tool. You just ignore it. Gaslight anyone who brings it up. But if I want to be honest with myself, there were many things before that. Him firing Red Band, going from live to pre-recorded. That was because of me, by the way. Um, All the dubious sponsors, the reversal on the moon landing, going exclusive to Spotify, having known Epstein Associates on his show and not calling them out, and on and on. I just can no longer take Joe seriously. Yeah, and this is a lot of people feel this way. I don't know a single guy in my world, and I have a lot of friends that listens to Joe Rogan, and they all used to listen to him. Nobody listens to that guy anymore. All right. Uh, The Jews in Arabia knew Muhammad, peace be upon him, was the prophet they were waiting for after Jesus, peace be upon him, but they rejected him out of jealousy because he was from the Arab tribe and not the Jew tribe. Interesting little tidbit there, Habib. All right, not sure where I would fall in the Rogan scale of measurement as I am shorter than Rogan and probably wouldn't even register. Both my parents are short. For some reason, neither thought to improve our family's genetics by marrying a taller person. Well, no, I appreciate that. You kept it within your bloodline. You're dwarves. So it is up to me to correct it. I have two children, a boy and a girl, with my wife who is taller than me. Good for you. And I've heard boys will often be taller than their mother. I'll encourage my son to find a taller wife and in a few generations we'll have wiped this awful curse from the family line. I'm 19.3 Rogans and my wife is 20.9 Rogans. So that means you're over 19 times taller than Joe Rogan. Do people not understand that Joe Rogan is one Rogan? If you're 19 Rogans, you're 19 times taller than Joe Rogan. I'm a 41 year old, 5'4 half breed English from my father, Spanish, Puerto Rican from my mother. May I be verified as Leather Hands Bear? Welcome, Leather Hands Bear. I'm on the Bertari Times app as Leather Hands Bear. Sorry for the misstep. I realized that I should be properly verified. The name comes from the state of my paws. I have a bachelor's degree in horticulture and I have been working in the horticulture industry for 10 years. First is a general laborer, then a botanical gardener, supervisor, a landscaper, and currently a turf specialist. I never wear gloves. Never. I don't wear gloves because they get in the way. And, well, because gloves are for pussies. Your comment, gloves or condoms for your hands, was golden. My hands are scarred, calloused, and bear the evidence of a life of work, just like they should. My wife gave me hand creams once as a gift, and those things are sitting on a shelf collecting dust. And she'll never do that again. I've always preferred working outdoors with my hands, and my blend of English and Hispanic blood makes me well-adapted to do both hot and cold extremes. Wow, that's awesome. That's a good breed. Whether it's 20 or 90 degrees, I keep going. I'm from North Carolina, land of the longleaf pine. I grew up in a, with a single mother household. Yeah, the dad was probably the Puerto Rican. Dad was never around, and my mother never remarried. I know that sounds crazy, that my white... Ooh, your dad was white? Whoa. That my white Anglo-Saxon father flew the coop and my Hispanic mother raised me. What is this, the upside-down world? I've had to piece together my own life manual from the scraps of my hard-working men that I have known in this life. Your philosophy about family sticking together and being the microcosm of society is dead-on correct. Another great synchronous The last bear is now getting advice from this bear about keeping the families together. Do you see how great this is? The breakdown of the family unit is a real thing and the effects are long lasting and devastating to the family line. When a family breaks up for any reason, the family is essentially destroyed. Nothing will ever be the same and the boys that will become men essentially have to start over from scraps. Sure one or both parents may remarry and things may seem fine, but they're not is only fine if we accept it to be fine. The acceptance of failure is to quit before you even begin. With no father around and only my mother to raise me, who herself was raised in an orphanage, I was raised by a parent who had no parents. Talk about the blind leading the blind. My early life offered very little direction or proper fatherly guidance, so my teen years were misspent to say the least. I started drinking and doing drugs around 14. I dropped out of high school at 16 and went to school for losers and delinquents called the Tar Heel Challenge Academy, where I earned my GED and then joined the Navy at 17. I remember laying awake at night during boot camp and thinking about how all my friends are enjoying their last years of high school. And here I am in the fucking military getting yelled at and preparing to be cannon fodder. But the sailor's life was not for me. Not surprisingly, I took to drinking every day around my duty station in Norfolk, Virginia. And that behavior eventually led to getting kicked out of the Navy at age 18. After three captains' masts, Captain Mast is a lower form of court-martial, and multiple extra duties and ship restrictions, I was other than honorably discharged from the Navy. Good riddance. After that, I made my way to Michigan, where I worked at a sawmill and mingled with the Amish folk. After a while I moved to New York shortly after Trump's 9-11 prank, I stayed in the Big Gravel. (laughs) The Big Gravel! That's hilarious. I mean Big Apple for just over one year, then made my way back to North Carolina in 03. I then stopped a couple more years during lots of drinking, drugging, and having promiscuous sex. I got sober around 2005 and stayed sober in the rooms of AA for almost five years. AA helped my situation by pulling me in the middle of other sober people, and through some self-analysis of my behavior and patterns, got to know myself better on a psychological level, and understood why I drank and did drugs the way I did. I never truly recovered, though, because I still wasn't being honest with myself, and instead of drugs and alcohol, I started using people, specifically women, and even though I was sober, I was still causing emotional trauma by entering relationships as a broken man with other broken women. Eventually, I did start drinking and smoking weed again. I continued to occasionally struggle with alcohol, but I'm doing better now and will continue to pray for strength. I absolutely hate alcohol and the damage that substance and I have created together over the years. It's a good way to put it, dude. Someone's taking self ownership. The damage we did together. It truly is a cor- curse upon my life and the low. Vibratory state it puts me in always leaves me with remorse for days after I tie one on. I met my wife in 2010 and we have been together ever since. I knew within a week of knowing her that I had found who I was supposed to be with. Our daughter was born in 2015, we're married in 2018, our son was born in 2020. I honestly feel blessed to have what I have. My upbringing was a little rough, but I wasn't as rough as my mother's childhood because she was raised by nasty nuns. And my kids, by the grace of God, are already living a better childhood than me. And I hope this upward trend continues on for many generations, but my mother loved me, cared for me, kept a roof over my head and food in my belly and she did it on a postal worker's salary. My mother delivered mail for the USPS for 30 years. Amazing, what a hero. She retired in 2018, my mom provided me with stability but she could not provide the guidance and discipline that a growing boy needs in this life. And my mom fell for a lot of gravels and tricks. Wasn't her fault, I guess. My daughter is seven and my son is two. My son is now the age I was when my parents split up. I have only seen my father once since 1982. I cannot believe I am cut from the same cloth as him. I can't for one second imagine my life without my kids in it. It's not even fathomable. I know, me too. This letter is amazing. When my wife and I met, we both agreed that we didn't want kids and pretty much felt that way until my wife became pregnant. Whoops. Our second born was intentional, but now I kind of wish we had kids earlier and had more. I suppose there is still time, but I worry because of how old we are. I'm 41. My wife is 36. 36 is still okay. I want to be around on this earth well into my children's adulthood. I already worry that I won't be around long enough for my kids that we have now. Ah, you'll be fine. I value myself as a hardworking family man with what I, because people like you are the ones who should be having kids because you want to be around your kids. Have more kids. Jesus. I value myself as a hardworking family man with what I know about the social hierarchy of males. I'm pretty sure that I'm a delta. Yes, I would have guessed you were a delta. Most of the time, although because I am so short and was raised by my mother, my gamma tendencies are strong to a high level of awareness must be kept So I may keep the gamma in check. It might be nice. Luckily for me, I wasn't completely cursed. I am horrifically short. I mean, it's really disgusting. I'm glad you know that. You sound like a great guy, though. However, God bless me with a nice looking face, good head of hair, an athletic build, and a confident personality. Yeah, there's some women that have no, they don't care about height. So as long as you don't look deformed, as long as you don't act short, you'll be all right. There's certain women that could never be with a short man. But as long as you don't act short, like you can still get chicks. All right. Um, uh, So I fared well with the ladies and I have an easy time making and keeping friends. Most of my friends I've known for 20 years. You don't sound like you have gamma tendencies. Gammas don't get women. Women hate gammas. But I, I like that you're keeping it in check though. It might be nice. Special boy. I've never been motivated by money or status. Yeah, also not gamma. You don't sound like a gamma at all to me. Although I appreciate those things when I have them, I want to be remembered as a loyal husband and father and as a hard worker. Yeah, you're the definition of a delta. I've gone through many phases of thought and varying personal philosophy in such a short period of time. I feel like my head is literally spinning sometimes. I have new information in my head that is still conflicting with old information. I've stopped listening to almost every podcast except yours, smart. Because I am now allergic to lies, me too. (laughs) I'll just focus, sorry. And I have long grown tired of the fear porn I get from other shows. Bertaria offers hope, solutions, and community. So it's not just a podcast whose host won't read the comments because we're all crazy or schizophrenic. I was listening to episode 1323, Meet Them Where They Are, you were talking about having a YouTube friendly channel that will filter all the young people stepping away from mainstream. You also meant Oh, by the way, they won't let me do that. Those still get deleted. So if that lets you know anything about how they're, uh, trying to corral the males, I can't even do a clean YouTube with clips. It's crazy. You also mentioned Rogan being a jumping off point for young men. Uh, That's what happened to me. Also, Sam Tripoli has said how his shows was like conspiracy kindergarten. Like you have to graduate levels. Because I believe that uh, had I found your podcast two, three or four years ago, I would not have been ready. Yeah, everyone comes at the right time. I don't need to force it. That's why I don't do marketing or anything. I'm like, why would I want to convince someone else to do something that they don't naturally want to do? All right. I probably would have been turned off because I wasn't ready. It would be similar to throwing a kindergartner into a calculus class. My head would have exploded. And for that, I thank Rogan and Tripoli and others for priming me for the big leagues. I've struggled with God for many years. I didn't want to believe in God that would allow children to suffer. That's still my biggest hang up with God. So much suffering in the world. Whenever I hear a news story about a child being abducted, tortured, raped, and murdered, the idea of God seems so fleeting. It's still the news though. How often does that happen in your life? You know, when I was going, when everybody was Q tarted, I'd say to people, how many children can you name that have been kidnapped by the deep state? I've sent that to thousands of people. It's zero. I've known people that have been kid. I've known children that have been kidnapped by family members or in some situations when their homes were like really, really bad CPS but I've never known a single person to have ever known anyone to be kidnapped by Hillary Clinton. And that doesn't mean she's not, you know, getting kids or whatever, but it's just bullshit. It's like, you know, you have this world where you're like, how could God allow this to happen? Well, have you witnessed it? All right. Um, uh, maybe, maybe you can comment on this. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I can comment. And also, uh, Oh, I'll just keep going. I still struggle with this. I mean, I really struggle with it. I often think that a lot of the uh, trauma in my life has led to my talents. I had had some crazy childhood experiences. But, you know, it's led, and a lot of it has led to my ability to discern and be hyper-focused. I'm not saying it's good to traumatize kids, but you never know what's going to happen to the kid. It could, like, they that could be the, the lesson that will lead them into, you know, having a pretty legendary existence. The amount of kids that are just abducted, raped and tortured is it's think about how many you've known in your life is is anybody in this chat. I've only known one person to have ever been kidnapped in my entire life. Yeah. Has anybody in this chat known of any children that have been kidnapped by human sex traffickers? Out of your entire life, if that happened to a parent, that's all they talk about forever. You'd know. You'd know if somebody uh, kidnapped your kid for human sex trafficking. I don't know any. None of you knows any. I can promise you that. And that. Oh, you're just you're covering for the deep date. You're. Yeah. No. Not one. Yeah. No. Think about how many. If it was really this main problem in America, like they're saying. Oh, a million. A million children a year get kidnapped and brought to the sewers. Do you have any evidence on that? None. It's children from a different segment, BB. Yeah, yeah. If they're doing it, it's from different parts of the country, or the world. It's because sex traffickers rely on the uh, consent of the parents. Yes, Spice Bear. Yes. It's not, they're not just snatching kids. No, but look at the map of child sex offenders in your neighborhood. I I realize that Rebecca, but I'm making a point here. Closest I know is someone who works for rescued women who were trafficked to counsel them back to society. All right, let me just keep reading. A guy at my church knew the Amish girl that was taken, but it wasn't trafficking. Just a dirty Mexican rapist. Yeah, that'll happen. All right. Anyway, I often think what my true calling is, and I believe I found it working in nature with plants. But if I choose a plan B, it would be rounding up pedophiles and child murders and turning them into fertilizer. Yeah, I agree. I'm all in. Uh, but that sounds very anti-Semitic of you. Children that won't be mi- missed, says Denmark Bear. I know, but I know a lot of people from very low social economic status, and I still don't know any. I, and Oh, you're covering. Well, then show me someone whose kid was kidnapped by a human sex trafficker, and I'll listen. Um, I think it's a trauma thing to get people to think, how can God do this? So the news run by the very cabals that you're, that people claim are kidnapping children are constantly inflating that story to scare you when it's not actually, don't get me wrong. There's trauma happening to kids all the time. The only traffic kids I know are in Hollywood movies. Exactly. It's always right in plain sight. The big yellow school bus is the predator's van that puts a mask on them, tries to inject them with poison and tells them they're evil. But that's free will. That's what men are doing to other people's kids. All right. Um, One mantra that I found myself repeating over and over, you said is death is not the end. It can't be. It's the only logical reason why so much suffering occurs. Death must not not be the end. Totally. Death being the end doesn't make logical sense. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio was human sex trafficked. Exactly. You're getting it. Jesus, everyone's getting it. It's awesome. I've only had one moment in my whole life. Let me just make sure everyone's getting it. Let's see some real quick. Um, Great Wizard of Oz has spoken. Clown Powell. Wearing a silver tie, ooh. Um, The chairman of the Federal Reserve just came out wearing a silver tie. All right, Um, I've only had one moment in my life where I felt the presence of God, or that he was trying to guide me. When I was 24 and at one of my lowest points, I had just come off a two-day bender, went to work shit-faced, and was fired. Um, I was a mess, a complete embarrassment. I stumbled down Hillboro Street and sat in the curb and just put my head down. I was lost, wondering what I was going to do. At some point, a lady approached me and asked if I was okay and if I needed any help. I can't even remember what I said in return. She must have been able to feel the misery oozing from my soul. Turns out she owned one of the stores on that street. She invited me in, gave me a book about recovery and $10 to get a bite to eat. I asked her name and she told me her name was Grace. Whoa. That was the catalyst for me to eventually find sobriety in AA, which completely changed my life. In some senses, we've all been trafficked. Now that's the attitude I'm looking for, Denmark Bear. Those crazy news stories and the Q-tard stuff is to get you to not see it right in front of you. It's right in front of you. MK Ultra is right on the TV screen. You don't need to be kidnapped. They do it every day. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm ashamed to say I took one dose of Moderna Vax in 2021. My wife wanted to get the Vax, so she got two Pfizer. Even though prior to that, I kept telling myself that it was not gonna, uh, was not gonna be an option. I had a weak moment that resulted in a lapse of judgment, I never went and got the second. Because in the two-week period, my sense my senses returned. I still feel like a dummy for doing it. Honestly, I felt bombarded by so many conflicting narratives that I started to question my own skepticism over it. Yeah, yeah, you should. If you had been more of a bear back then, I could have, I could have helped you. You know, because it happens to small dudes like short little guys. Uh, they don't have as much matter. They don't have as much mass. It's like. When you see a big fire in the in the forest, what gets burned? Not the sequoias. You know, all the giant thick trees, they don't get burned by the fire. They're too big. You can't take me down. I'm not going to be arrogant. But it's small people, little people, petite people. You can just wear them down. You can just energize them. The giants, that's why they, the propagandists hate giants. Because no matter what they say to us, we're like, dude, I can barely hear you. Like, you're like way down there. And then I go, how dare you? It's like, dude, I'm just I can absorb energy. I'm like a mountain. That's okay. Um what if uh what if I'm wrong? What if he's wrong? What if they're all wrong? What if these people over here are right? Maybe I'm the fucking idiot. Maybe he's an idiot. No, no, in the end of the day, you just say, well, where's the evidence that this works and where's the evidence that a covid vi- virus is doing this and where's the and, and is this possibly something else? And if something goes wrong, can I sue the company? Why do they have liability? What's the history of vaccines? You can, you can logically know you're right. You can logically know you're right. Um, all right, maybe she's an idiot. Maybe they're all idiots. What the fuck, I know better now. I didn't do it because I feared losing my job. There was no external pressure at all. Just the notion that maybe it was the right thing to do. Even after listening to all those who tried to warn me, I allowed doubt to creep in because at the time I had no moral foundation. No rock to anchor my beliefs. I wish I had held the line, but I don't want to get lost in despair. No, no, you're just move on, you're past it. People that have uh, regret over the vax are doing themselves another ritual. The first ritual is to not fear God only and fear a little bug and take advice from people that get awards for lowering the world population. So you failed that one unfortunately. The next test is what you're facing now, which is if you succumb to the despair of regret, that's the next ritual. So just move past it and be grateful right now. You're good, you're alive, you're still here. No despair, move past. Just like when you quit drinking. This is the next ritual is to um is to uh spiritually beat down those who took it and realized they were wrong. You can always detox or it could have been saline. Yeah. Dying from regret is like regret is like regret 19. You know, it's like fear, regret, despair. That's all a sin. That's how you get morally uh, That's how your moral foundation really sinks in is you're like, what are my states of mind that I know are a sin just in existence? And you can fight, you know, you have to fight through it. Everyone's going to feel these things from time to time. But, um, yeah, before they even started on the third shot and boosters, we had both finally come to our senses and stop with the nonsense and decided we're going to stop going along with this. We never got our kids COVID vaxxed. Good for you. That's the main thing. In fact, we just started homeschooling our oldest and plan on homeschooling our youngest once he is of age. I don't know how to feel about all the other vaxes that they got as babies. Eh, my first two kids had vaxes. But what's done is done. Exactly, exactly. Because I went through that shame spiral too of my first two sons getting like the first year of vaccines. And uh, just move on. That's why I got into raw milk. Because I'm like, okay, if I did damage, what am I going to do? Just be sad? No, I'm going to be the best dad I can. And I'm going to get him into... I, I was uh, listening about... Andes, Vonderplanets, and all these guys that have done all this work on it. And raw milk is really good for uh, vaccine damage. And then I got more goats and more cows. And now I live on a farm and my life is awesome. And my kids have absolutely no signs of damage at all. So, I plan to do better in the future to look out for their safety as well as pay better attention to the grabbers and their motives. That being said, I must take personal responsibility for what I do and not blame anyone. Yeah, you're getting it. Like you said, the grabbers just do what the grabbers do, and I don't fall for it or play their games. Then I can live a mostly free life. No one forced me to take a vax or any other dumb shit. Like you said, they need our consent, and no one has done more harm to me in this life than I've done to myself. Good for you, man. Um, I've polluted my temple with so much alcohol and drugs over the years. Yeah, and that did more damage than the vaccine. Well, I don't know about the newest one. The newest one seems a little nasty, but... Uh, you know, the amount of shit you've already put in your body. It's like, I don't know where to look for it. Um, and I was shame spiraling for months. Spotify recommended your podcast restreams to me sometime after your tinfoil appearance. I thought to myself, you know what? I like what this dude was saying on tinfoil. I like the way he was talking to Sam. People like me are starving for the truth. And so then I started my journey down the why didn't they laugh rabbit hole. I don't even listen to tinfoil anymore. Sam can keep his dick pills, kratom, and crypto. I was excited to listen to your streams, but with great trepidation. I thought listening to a guy shitting on the folks who are vaccine-damaged and making fun of the sheeple would make me feel even worse. But it did the opposite. Your playful shaming and constant reminders that they don't have any real power over me actually made me feel better. After such a shameful reveal, I won't even begin to discuss BJs, bidets, or Buicks. Just know I have never driven a Buick. (laughs) I reveal my shame just in case other bears got some form of COVID vax and feel shame for it too. There's people, I'm just going to leave it at this. There's people in my family that I love very deeply that got the COVID vaccine. All right, so uh, lots of them. And just move on. It's just one of many mistakes and it's okay. I'm going to make fun of you for it. I'm going to call you vaccine damage and stuff like that, but that's going to help you in the future. I I do this as a coach. I don't do this as a sadist. And as you can read here by his words, that's obviously uh, translating. That's an interesting perspective though, to be afraid I'm going to make you feel worse about yourself. Because yeah, the playful shaming is how you can jump the chasm because the shame's there. The shame's there. It's going to be there. And I'm going to shame you for it. But it's going to be in a way that you know you can get up and dust yourself off about. Uh, It's not going to be in like... That's why I don't say like pure bloods or, you know, clot shot or stuff that's... um, I mean, don't get me wrong. At the time, it was probably good to do that because it was rhetorically powerful. So it might have gotten someone to not take the vax. But now... It's a different thing. It's like, I'm not just going to associate that with your own death all the time. Like that's, or that I'm better than you. I don't consider myself better than you, even though you're short and you took the vaccine. Like, I don't consider myself genetically superior. I mean, the height thing, I, a little bit, but not, you know, mudbloods. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. People saying mudbloods and blood at the time, I get it because um it could help that shame could have saved people's lives and it definitely did but now it's not it's like it's people trying to take false virtue from uh something that you know your blood isn't mud you know what's done is done yeah yeah i reveal my shame just in case other bears got some form of vax covid and feel shame for it too or if not the shot maybe some other trick Learn to just suck it up and move on. The real pandemic is fear. Exactly. Exactly. I'm pure blood like the Jew. Dr. Bear, I'm so proud. Everyone's seeing it. It's the behavior. It's not the Jews. It's how they act. If you're going to act like you have special blood over me, that's the behavior. And do you want to adopt their behavior? No, because then you won't be able to criticize them because you're part of it. It's a pleasant reminder that I still don't know anyone who has died or had complications from COVID. On the same note, I don't know anyone personally who has suffered or died from the vaccine either. That's a very good point. It's a very good point. I do, unfortunately, but... However, I do know multiple people that are vaxxed and boosted and still got sick from COVID. And like long and lingering sickness... Yeah, that was from their vaccine, allegedly. I have a buddy who lives in California and I'll boost it up. And that guy has some form of the sniffles every week. Yeah. It weakens you. It's weakening. It's not a death sentence for a lot of people. It just weakens you, but that will motivate you to get even stronger and healthier on a different note. The amount of souls I've personally known that have died from a drug overdose. Exactly. Dude, I lost count years ago. I quite literally lost count of the number. Most people do drugs to escape despair, and most people fall along with a plan because they are afraid. Fear and despair is the real pandemic. Yes. And we made that sketch in March of 2020. Fear is the virus. Fear is the virus. If you've heard anyone say that, that came from the bear community. All right. So I feel pretty foolish for falling for the prank, but it's not the first prank I've fallen for. Hopefully it's the last. No one is unscathed or immune to pranks. Totally. So far, me with my one shot in early 2021 and my wife with her two, uh, we still have never been sick with COVID or side effects yet. Now, I think you're good, bro. Uh, part of that I attribute to living a healthy lifestyle, and I introduce my body to strange microorganisms all the time. I know gloves, garden, and landscape every day. Yeah, you're an ox. It's always about combinations. You want to know how the vaccine kills people? Rewatch the first Batman with the Jack Nicholson Joker. It's about combinations. I think vaccine plus Adderall is deadly for especially for the youth. I think that if you have thickening blood and then you have an amphetamine that you've been given by a doctor, and you don't have like and you have like fear in your life and shit, I think that's what's killing people. Um, All right. Everything really hits home for me regarding the vax prank that was being played when I saw it play out in the company that I work for. I work in the facilities department for a private school. We were told starting in mid 2021, through a series of emails from the headmaster regarding updates on COVID and requirements for the jab that eventually we would have to get vaxxed or submit to weekly testing. Since I had only one shot and I never went back for the second, I was considered unvaxed. My immediate superior was never going to cuck So me and him decided we would go get weekly tests when the time came. Then the time came, we got tested, sent our results to the school nurse, only to have her tell us we don't have to worry about doing that. Huh, what? But what about all those emails? And you know what? They dropped it just like that. And we never did get any more emails about COVID. No follow-up? Yeah, it's like how hookers treat you in, in Vegas, where they like act like they love you or strippers or something. And then if you don't show interest, they just move on. And you're like, wait a minute, I thought we're gonna, you know, start a farm together. And they're like, I don't even know your name. Scammers, pranksters, they just keep moving. They just move. They don't have any roots. It's all bullshit. Um, You know? I gotta go here really soon though. I'm really loving this letter. Okay, last two pages. Read an old timey voice. Now about families. I got obsessed with hobby houses for a while after watching Gay of Thrones. Noble houses. I looked up actual royal nobility houses all over the world. I just thought that it was cool that you could create a legacy around your family name and have a coat of arms that represent your family in whatever trade the father does. Not for the intent of keeping bloodlines pure, wielding power, because they're gay. I get it, you're 5'3". Not sure what the purpose could be, maybe to just form alliances between families based on needs and resources, or to arrange marriages one day. My feelings regarding arranged marriages have changed drastically. I now am in strong favor. I don't really know, but I am intrigued with feudal societies. Well, get used to them, because they're coming back. And think it's not a bad model. Um... The king usually grants lordship, but lord sounds like a pretty gay title, unless you're literally the lord. Yes. I used to play around on the guitar years ago. I'm okay with it. I know chords and scales and could strum a tune if I practiced it, but never felt like I was good. I recently uh, picked up the guitar again. I just listened to your stream, Nihilism, in the 90s. I was born in the 80s, so I came to the age in the 90s. 14 years old, me and two other friends got instruments I received. A base? I gotta go, guys. Um, I, I gotta finish this letter, though. God, I'll do the final Super Chats tomorrow. All right, let me just, this is the last paragraph. I'll end it here, just wanted to say thanks for the shepherding because I had lost my way. But I can see the flock now and I'm coming back. If it fancies the Bard King, can you play this tune by Trampled the Turtles? I printed out the piano tabs, just in case you haven't heard the song, as well as took the liberty of degrabbling a couple lyrics. The degrabbled version is better. Sincerely, LHB. Leather Hands Bear, it was wonderful. And I have to go. Uh, it's a better time than ever to subscribe to unauthorized.tv, or donate, or tip the piano man, however you see fit. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. BertariaCampgrounds.com. if you don't feel like Donating, but you can still read about it and like dream about it and be excited about it Uh, ladle.tv is still expanding. That's our newest endeavor. And so in conclusion Toxic masculinity is the feminization of men making them selfish making them material oriented uh, having them look up to people that are full of vanity and immorality. I challenge you guys that if you are a young man uh, think about service of others and in your business start applying more and more morality because morality is actually what will get you through this bear market. It's very fitting that it's called a bear market. And by the way, thanks. This is, this is an Epic story. Thank you for the silver from Sam Tripley That's hilarious. And I have no ill will towards Sam Tripley or Joe Rogan. I break gatekeepers because I see the damage they do. I see that they are paid to uh, defraud their own audiences. And you, you should, as a man, you got to serve your people, serve your family, serve your people, protect your people, and look only to God for judgment. And that's it for me, everybody. I hope you like the newer format today. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep it up, but um, i like to have a more focused stream. I'll see you tomorrow. Be fruitful and multiply. Don't be fruity and blow guy.